Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Uh, I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Fuck I will. You, I like. will. I will do that. I'm gonna find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right, okay. <laughs> I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like he wasn't a bad guy. As far as who we said know. he was a bad guy, I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy, and I don't want to do that. To this day, I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they booling in the butt? <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, also, we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck. All right. All right. Let's see if this works. Do we have audio now? Do we have? Are we good? Can you hear me now, Sean? There yeah. we go. Okay. All right. So whatever. The intro didn't come through. So there's a problem there. Okay. Whatever. Screw <laughs> you, intro. You know, it uh, it it almost worked. I thought it was gonna work fine, but it didn't work. Uh, hopefully the audio on the uh, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We we we, we can. Well, fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll, we'll do, do it, it live. live. We'll do it live. Thank you everybody for joining us. Joey Fats Radio. Roll one seat one. Oh boy, it is Super Bowl Tuesday. It's Super Tuesday, as some would say. Wow. Well, that's a. It's a That's a political Tuesday. thing, but it's a better, it's Super Tuesday. It's the Tuesday before the Super Bowl, which means we're going to give you all of our picks, predictions, MVPs, our parlays, our bets. Who's going to score the first touchdown, last touchdown, whatever else in between. I don't give a shit. We'll get into it. Uh, I already got FanDuel up on my phone so I can start looking at the Ooh, odds. Okay. Uh, because I'm ready. I'm ready, boys. I'm ready to blow some dough <laughs> this weekend, okay? I got... I got 32 hours left of work this week, and then I am on vacation because this time, this time next week, actually, as of right seven days from now, exactly this moment, I will have been firmly planted in Daytona getting ready for the 500 next Sunday because, as we all know, as we all know, the Super Bowl is only, it's just a precursor to the Daytona 500, right? It's just like there's this, there's this one last football game that we got to get out of the way before Daytona, and that's, that's where I'm at with it. So, uh, then we're heading into summer. And then that's it, yes. And then we're into spring and summer, warmer weather, which means I can get back into my backyard and play some more fucking cornhole, some can jam, get out of the basement. I'll have to put the air conditioner up here because, you know, I have a brand new high-tech computer that's going to need to be cooled and climate-controlled. <laughs> What about the weather was like so weird today? Like snow this morning, didn't snow. Snowed this afternoon, stopped, and rained a little bit. Yeah, like some like weird sleet, like snowy type floaty crap. Yeah, early in the morning it was like a sleet snow mixture. This weird weather, but knock on wood, we haven't had like snow this year yet. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, we're not out of the woods until like fucking April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still goes through March. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chill, 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 chill. Because no, there was, there's a storm that's out to sea right now that's going to graze Nova Scotia. And I'm a weather junkie. Like, I always watch the weather. Like, I'm always into, like, wicked into the fucking, like, what's going to happen, blizzards, this, that, whatever. Yeah. And I'm always, like, super into it. And, like, I love it. There is a storm that is out to sea that we are so fucking lucky that it did not come, like, 150, 200 miles more inland. It is going to graze Nova Scotia. They said that this, if this, it's basically a hurricane. And they said if it had made 
landfall in southeastern Massachusetts and hit us, it would have made the blizzard of 78 look like a fucking flurry. Is this like that bomb cyclone shit? I mean, no, no, no. It's not a bomb cyclone. This is a legit, like, like just how many super powerful storm. Have, how many Nova Scotia, there is, there is a, a right. section of Nova Scotia no, right now that is that they're talking about three to five feet of snow. And that's on the very tip of the storm that's going to just graze the, graze the coast. Didn't Buffalo last year, two years ago, get like six feet of snow? Yeah, I know. What a waste of a Yeah, but that's lake effect snow. That's different. Right. <laughs> that's like a normal thing. That's different. Southeastern Massachusetts, dude, we don't get that right. kind of like, snow around here. What a waste of a good storm. Especially because it would have hit right in my four days off, and I could have just... That's know, the only thing I could have been happy about. Like, if like, it had hit today, because yeah, yeah. I think what we were seeing was like the outer, very outer bands of it today. I think, maybe. I'd have to go back and look at the exact timing of everything, but... um. It, it's a, it was a beast of a storm, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, that had been sick. If that had hit, like, last night into this morning, and I'd had all day off to m- today, all day off tomorrow, I'd been like, oh, no, I can't work overtime on Wednesday because I can't get to fucking work. I uh, guess I have to stay home and play video games. Oh, no. My dog would have fucking loved it. She loves the snow. I didn't off lighting fireworks again, you know, like we did a couple years ago, lighting off bottle rockets in the snow. Paul, hey, hey, can you hear this from your house? Paul's like, yeah, I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> it was good times. Yeah, that was fun. You did that? And it, and you I had like, it. I bought like two bottle rockets off my little, my youngest brother, our youngest brother. Yeah. They were like 110 bucks a piece. These were like some decent bottle They were like professional though. grade bottle rockets. Don't ask me how he got them. I don't know. I didn't ask questions. He just asked me if I Contraband. wanted them. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, obviously. I was like, yeah, obviously I want that. And uh, this is back in like, you know, we bought them during COVID when like fireworks were apparently legal. Because, <laughs> you know, if you remember the 4th of July of 2020, right. everybody was just like, yeah, man, fireworks are legal. We're like, they are. And they're like, no, but nobody's stopping us. So <laughs> fuck it. Um, so they came through, we got them off a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy. Anyway, they were basically like a, it was like a stick of dynamite strapped to the end of a stick. And Paul lives what? You live a, a bit, just over a mile. Like not like 0. 0.0 over a mile. Yeah. Like, like almost exactly a mile. It's almost exactly a mile from here. And I said, wow, I, said, I didn't know that. I was like, Hey, go outside and tell me if you hear this. He's like, what? I'm like, just listen for a bang. And he's like, yep, I heard it. And it was in the middle of the blizzard that we got like two years ago. No shit. It was fucking rad. So, yeah, that's what I do during blizzard snowstorms. It's wicked fun. I don't know. Snowstorms are my favorite, like, weather event. I, I like having snowstorms and being, like, snowed in and having power. Like, that's a big caveat. Like, if you if you have a snowstorm and you're snowed in, you have no power. Bullshit. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, exactly. Being, be, having, no, having no electricity and no power, like, that's like, all right, fuck. Like, I'm going to have to start moving stuff into coolers, packing it with snow so I don't lose all my meat. That's .7 miles. Oh, okay. So, three quarters of a mile. Uh, but yeah, like blizzards are the best, dude. Just the best. I know. Blizzards are fun. And then they're fun until like the day after and you're like, all right, now I got to go to work. I and have to unshovel myself. I have to unfuck everything that's been fucked. Or it freezes and pulls trees down and they land on your fence or your house or something. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always fun, too. Yeah, it destroys yeah. your fence. Yeah, Absolutely. just like this last storm did. Thank God that tree was so like rotted out and light. And it like broke over my brand new fence, and it's like that aluminum pool. And now it's just got like a little like check mark in the top. It's like little ding, dink. like little like yeah, it's like nicked like little I, ding. yeah, a little de- like bent a little bit. I, I had a tree break, whatever it was pissed. last last winter, broke right through my fence though. It chopped it right in half. Oh, that sucks. So before we get into all the Super Bowl talk, because that is what we're going to talk about tonight, we've got all the fun stuff to talk about in the Super Bowl. What about LeBron James? Uh, oh yeah, let's see. I should take a small victory lap here. Uh, because last last Thursday night, Paul was at the Garden to witness oh, uh, the Great White Hope 
No, I he was he was there to witness the great white hope. Austin Reeves absolutely dunk his balls in the on the on the on the Celtics chest. She was fucking lame. No AD, no LeBron, no fucking problem, baby. The Lakers are starting to hit their stride, and we haven't even formed our final form yet. Yeah, but d- didn't you tell me it doesn't matter yet? Like, didn't I? It doesn't matter it? until what's today? The sixth. It doesn't matter until Thursday. This coming Thursday? Yeah, that's the deadline. That's the trade deadline. Is it really? Yeah, the eighth. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, February eighth was... is the tra- is the wow. trade deadline. So that's I'm it. So out of it. I didn't that's know that that's all that matters. Like after that, it's like okay, now it matters. But it was just nice. It was nice to see LeBron and AD go in and just you know sit on the bench and watch the kids go in and beat the best, most talented, deepest team in the league. Do you, do you know what was really nice to see? And it was nice to see. One of your troll comments, alive and well, like 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 olden times, when you were like, <laughs> you're like these two guys are crack ass crackers, and everyone's like, fuck you, <laughs> and like every comment was like was that them telling like the the Lakers are trash, you're trash, the Lakers are twenty five and twenty five. It was like some variation of one of those three. Or twenty seven and twenty five now. Sorry. Whatever, I'm sorry. So it was one of those variations of those three, and I was like, wow. He did it. He, he brought it back. Just you know, gone are the days of like two. I would like scroll through Facebook and I would see Joey Fats, three hundred ten comments, and I was like, nah, I just keep going. So I, was I was like, like I'm not going to that. So I was like, I ain't got the energy for that. <laughs> and then I got tagged in, and I'm like, fuck. And I just had to start scrolling. That's mad funny. Um, yeah, it was a good time. It was it was good. I I didn't even watch the game. I was at work. I was I didn't watch it, so I didn't have a chance to watch it. And I just I remember getting out. Like it was I remember crazy. like. Seeing the score and just being like, I get out. That's why I couldn't comment for those who were wondering why I wasn't commenting during the game because I was at work and I don't have access to my phone and social media while I'm there, assholes. But it was it was typical Celtics playoff mentality. We're like, oh, the best two players are out. This would be a cakewalk for us. All we got to do is and show th- up. We're good. Yeah. And then they just proceeded to do absolutely nothing. They look at each other like, why aren't you doing more? And they say, why aren't you doing more? And then it's the fourth quarter with three minutes to go, and they're like, why aren't we doing more? And, like, and then Austin Reeves is like, I'm doing my part. Splash. <laughs> I'm Splash. doing my part. Splash. It goes to LeBron in a full suit. I ain't do fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there doing nothing. I love that meme. Um, yeah. But no, that was great. And then the Lakers went on the road. Then they went into MSG. Yeah. Beat the hottest team in the NBA at the time. I mean, the, the Knicks were the winners of nine straight. I think they were like 14-1 and, one and, and since the New Year or something like that. That was so strange. And, uh, for them. And then everybody's like, oh, they didn't have Julius Randle. And I'm like, oh, really? That's what we're talking about now? Julius Randle's going to move the needle here for you? Okay. Or maybe they save that same energy come my, save that Save that same energy come April. I don't know what a fucking needle mover is. Yeah. Did you see that? The Rick Ross uh, barstool. No, the needle move. You know uh, oh God, the yeah, Sunday so conversation. So yeah, funny. of course I do. They, well, they did. They had Rick Ross on it. Oh, dude, I missed it. It's old, but it's funny. Oh, is it old? Ah, uh, not is that it, old. Like a couple one? weeks old, right? I thought oh. it was older than that. Maybe I don't know. I saw it for the first time. Is this the one where he talks about like his cattle and how, and how he like, he, he, he kind of owns a farm now? No, nah, because um, that one he was on it for that too, and that fucking cracked. I don't know. I only time. saw like a little bit of this one. Swim with the dolphin. Man, I got a new cow. Yeah, it's no. all yours, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and he's sitting there, and he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't fuck with people that that say needle mover. That's so weird. I have no idea that. I never hit the blunt and thought of myself, I move the needle. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's, it's. If you haven't seen it, it's great. I mean, I, I, I don't that. think I need to promote Barstool for anybody, but uh, it's, it's, it's solid, solid yeah. watch. Um. But before we get to that, before we get to the Super Bowl stuff, did you guys see? Um, did you guys see Drake's dick? Yes. What? No. Yes. yes, I did. Yes, we saw it. 
Drake's dick. Drake about? exposed his penis on social media tonight. Why? It's pretty big. It's fucking, yeah. I can tell you what, Drake is 0% Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, like, just threw it out there. Yep. Yep. It's weird. He's, he's on the he's couch just with his it. legs all spread. He's really gripping the base of it, like, like real low, like, giving, like, that, like, typical, like, dick pic grip. You know what I mean? Is this on purpose? Yeah. I mean, it can't be on accident. You're fucking around. No, fucking have. Tell my I'm wife. Tell my, tell my wife. Tell my wife to send it to you. I was gonna nah. say, have your sources <laughs> reach out to your sources <laughs> nah, and have I'm them send this pic. Yeah, you don't. Know <laughs> he says he's like he's not Irish. Zero <laughs> percent <Nah. laughs> Irish. Drake O'Malley. Yeah, Drake O'Malley. No, definitely. What is Drake's last name? Or is it Drake? And no, his first name's like Steven name, or some shit no, like that. I don't know. No. He's not like Prince. I don't know what Drake's name is at all. Drake Drake. It's something weird. Isn't that crazy? No. I don't know what Drake's name is at all, but I know what his penis looks like. Neil deGrasse Tyson Drake. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's weird. Aubrey, Aubrey Graham. What? I, yeah, his real name. I knew that. I'm like, it's something like Where feminine, did Drake come like, from? Chickish. I knew it. I was like, it's like, yeah, Aubrey Drake Graham. Huh. Well, you learn something new every day. So, yeah. so a guy named Aubrey has a huge hammer. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Got a lot of fucking money. Who knew? I mean, wow, shocker. Yeah. God, I love America. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. All right, let's get into some Super Bowl stuff. Yeah. Huh? I'm looking at ticket prices right now. The Super Bowl? Oh yeah. No. What's the cheapest? What's the cheapest? What's the cheapest ticket you can get right now? Eight hundred dollars bleacher seats, right? No, uh, got to be fifteen hundred, two grand for Vegas. We go uh, about fifty nine hundred for the cheapest, for the shittiest seats. For the shittiest seats I can see on Game Time right sense. now is fifty nine hundred. No, don't go to the Game Time. Um, yeah, but I like Game Time. Um, the most expensive ones I can see right now are eighteen grand. How much for Olivia Culpo's? That's actually two not two million. That's actually not a huge swing though. I was like, yo, like fast, eighteen we could totally I mean, six to eighteen grand. Yo, some of the seat this seat thirty three thousand. Well, it's Shit. fifty right. yard line, dude. Yeah, but it's like way up there. No, it's not. That's fifteen rows up from the field. Row twenty six. Okay, it's twenty six rows from the Blow field. Blow me for thirty three grand. I'm having twenty six fucking rows of people in front of me. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah, look at this. For fourteen grand, you could be fourteen grand. You could be row one, row one, right there for fourteen grand. What seat? One thirty nine. Section one thirty nine, row one. That was a that was a lay for the show's name, by the way. What seat? Row one, seat one. That's seat one thirty one. You uh, idiot! Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> dumbass. Like, okay, that was an easy layup. I just missed that. But yeah, dude. I I mean, if you what, really who wanted whose sideline were you on? That was the Chiefs sideline. Oh, okay. So maybe it's um, more money because you're closer to Taylor Swift. Yeah, but Taylor Swift is way up, way up in one of these boxes. She's over right here. there in the mids. And, no, she's in the behind boxes over here. Well, I've never been here, so I don't know what all this looks like. She's in the mids. But yeah, if you're like at thirty-three grand, Taylor Swift is probably in this like I, oh, 13, 12, or eleven. You know I heard I mean? if you say Taylor Swift enough times on Facebook, like when you're on live, you'll then the algorithm will just bring you to the top no matter what. This one's thirty-one grand. <laughs> oh, that'd be dope. Every other every other word should be Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is gonna be sitting right here. All of a sudden, you see our viewers jump from like what we knew normally had to like five hundred and sixty. Yeah, Fats. I mean, if you really wanted to swing a Super Bowl trip, dude, 
it would probably cost us like I don't know. I'm looking at some of the seats for like seven grand, dude. Each seven yeah. grand each. That sounds about right. I mean, that's Vegas too. That seems normal. Yeah, but for why? Why tickets, would you want to go and see Forty Nine ers against the, the Chiefs? Spectacle, bro. You know. I what know, mean? but then but, the halftime show is Usher. I'm but like, don't ass. you think that maybe you could probably get seats cheaper day in of. advance? No, no in of. advance. Like a year in advance. Who gives a fuck who goes to the Super Bowl? It's going to be the Super Bowl. You, You're going to go you anyway. Can't. You can't. No. They, no. There's a certain time they just yeah. release them and that's it. And it's all right. Yeah. Well, fuck that then. You can't. I mean, if you could buy in advance. But you get preference there. if you're like a season ticket holder. Yes, you do. If your team goes. Yes. Or just yes. anyway. If if your team goes, you get entered into a lottery of do you want to go to the Super Bowl? We'll give you tickets face value. So then okay. each. So I have family or I have relatives who have season tickets and they've got entered into a lottery they were picked and they declined because they didn't feel like paying the money right oh okay now does it go like is there like a like a seniority based system where like even if your team doesn't go to the super bowl because you're a season ticket holder through the nfl do you get like precedence over like some people or no? i would have to think maybe that's like part of it because it's an nfl team again i don't know the that's whole process I'm, yeah i wonder if it you seems kind of like, fucked because all of a sudden it's like Super Bowl tickets are now on sale, and it's like the shittiest seats imaginable for like fifteen thousand dollars a piece, like you just said. And I'm like, how do those other tickets sell out beforehand? I think this makes no sense. And like honestly, like you would have to like make sure that you're not going to like some dump fucking stadium for the Super Bowl that year. Because well, like, those are all picked out in advance. I feel like, that is I feel like the, yeah, that's I feel like tough. They, that stadium's gonna be sick. I don't think there's like a bad. Well, they out. they made that stadium knowing they were getting the Super Bowl this year. Oh, so they made it for the fucking yeah. They as made it for this. As, as soon as Vegas was announced, they said they get in the 2024 Super Bowl immediately. It could have been the Chargers, could have been the Raiders, it could have been fucking the Jaguars. Or well, everybody, everybody who builds a new stadium now is pretty much guaranteed a Super Bowl. Uh speaking of owners and shit like that, you see my conspiracy theory I put out there yesterday that Goodell is having soccer European soccer owners come over to view the stadiums and, and then give their opinion on the artificial half turf, half regular grass, like like hybrid fields that they have in Europe. I saw what you said about it, yes. Yeah, so so is this kind of like Goodell trying to answer to player safety with getting rid of turf? Well, I think this is his way of saying, hey, come to America, check out these big, enormous stadiums that are not used for more than half the year. Off season, they can have right. soccer teams come over here and play. Also, introduction to meeting those guys who are billionaires to get teams over there. So it's kind of like a win-win. How many teams does Roger Goodell think eight. he wants? He wants eight in Europe. In the fucking league. They want eight like, in Europe. What kind of watered-down... Oh, they want down, 64 teams, dude. What dude. kind of watered-down talent kind of bullshit are we looking I, I sent like? it. I sent it in our group chat like six months ago. Like One of like the PR reps for the NFL came out and said the goal by 2030 is to have at least four more teams. At least 2040, 20, I'm sorry, 2030 is only six years away. That's crazy. So if they want to have four teams at least in six years, they're going to have big plans. Which is fucking wild because we can't field, you can't find 32 quarterbacks to start in this league right I now. I can't even f- field the fucking coach of my fucking team right now. <laughs> this is true. I have a better chance of making this fucking team as a coach. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. So, all right, let's do, <laughs> let's do, uh, all right, where do we, where do we want to start? Yeah, it's okay. Where do we want to start with the Super Bowl here? Let's. The game. Let's Taylor start with the game. Swift. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. T Swizzle. <laughs> ah, I can't hit that high part. Uh, Grammy award winning. Did she win something the other night on Grammys? Yeah, I'm assuming yes. So. Yeah, Jay Z was crying about it again. 
Yeah, Beyonce didn't I did win. see that too. Jay Z was like, like "When did the when did the when did the Grammys just become like a bitch fest for artists to go up there and like be like complaining?" Dude, I saw something this weekend. Speaking of Jay Z, it was like an outtake from one of the Deadpool movies, and and uh, Deadpool's talking to Cable, and he just goes, "I'm gonna tell you something that was what Beyonce tells Jay uh, Jay Z." Please stop cheating on me. <laughs> and it's all, and that was the whole that was the whole scene, and it just cut. And I was like, I want, no, I know why that was cut in the movie. Deadpool. Oh yeah, Deadpool um, a good movie. All right, where what are we? All right, so let's 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 just start it off. Like we'll just fucking spitball it because yeah. How do we how do we feel about we're the game? Get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Did you watch the the primetime social media bullshit? Like when they when they have all media the guys. Day? Like it's media day, but it's Wasn't media night now. Isn't that right now? No. I think it was like this weekend. Oh, it already happened? Yeah. That's fucking lame. No, I yeah, they have it like... I think it was like Sunday night or Saturday night. I thought that was night. like Friday night that they had that shit. Yeah, they have... It used to be during the day, but now it's like a nighttime spectacle. Yeah, it was like an all-day all kind of thing, Because of. I, the only reason why I knew is because I saw people were asking... Because George Kittle's a huge wrestling fan, and they were asking him all about like... Oh, he it was going, yesterday. Yeah, as he going to WrestleMania, he's doing all this shit, and he was giving all of his answers, and I saw, like, Brock Purdy say some shit. Yeah, it was always Monday or Tuesday. Usually, it's usually Tuesday. I but, thought it was Friday night, uh, like, two years ago. I thought it was Friday ago. night. No, media day. No, that's opening night. That's, like, the night everybody gets there, and they do a big thing. Oh, Media oh, night when the, when, the, when the fucking yeah. players sit up there at the stands, get asked all the questions the, yeah. about that action, boss. You yeah, know, and yeah. all that shit. Like that's that's I, usually yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, I always liked watching that. We didn't have any of that this shit. year. We had no crazy answers. I should have watched that last night. Fuck. <laughs> nobody, nobody made like a like a crazy statement either. Nobody was just no. like that. The team's ass. They know they ass. I mean, Boza, Nick Boza came out and said the most controversial thing, controversial thing that we've heard maybe since I don't know. Joey Porter went off on Jeremy Stevens back in two thousand and five. Uh, and he said, you know, they asked him, well, you know, what do you what do you think about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive line? And he said they hold a lot. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Which I, I loved mean, it. I loved it. And I mean, what do you what I do feel you... like that's a lot of teams, though. Like, you could say that about anybody. Yeah, well, yeah. And what, what do you expect the defensive end to say? What do you say? Oh, they're really good. They're really talented. Man, these guys never hold. They never right, commit penalties. Right, right. They, like, Fuck no, dude. Nick Bowles Nick Bo is going out there planting the seed already in the ref's head saying like, yeah, they hold a lot. You better start looking for it. I think it's fucking genius on the on the behalf of Nick Boza. Right. Um, the Niners are four uh, favored by two and a half points in this game. Wow, that's it. It's a neutral site, so yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that's man. that's and actually you, less than calling it even. You can't even. And you can't count on Mahomes and that team and shit. You know. You you as much as you no you can't. I mean, we you you can. I'm going to because I'm taking the Niners. Me too, but. You are. Yeah. Fuck the Chiefs, bro. I thought you picked the Chiefs like two weeks ago. Fuck no. I might have said they're going to win, but I don't want them to. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, like, okay. I might have been like, yeah, they're going to ruin and spoil shit maybe, but I don't want them to win. Because like, I remember me and Joey being like, no, it's going to be the Niners, and you're like, nah. Yeah, he was. He was, He he thinks the, the Chiefs are going to win. He wants the Niners, but he thinks the Chiefs are going to win. Well, at least yeah. he said it a couple weeks oh, ago. I yes. think I'm very confident. I think if the Chiefs do win this, I would be shocked. Because if everyone's just like, Mahomes is undefeated in the Super Bowls, and I'm like, no, he's that's not. not right. And I'm like, do people just forget that they lost they lost like two years ago? They got shellacked by the Bucks. But people just don't think anymore. They're just like, oh, he's undefeated in the Super Bowl. Like, no, he's not. All right, like, so let's all right. Well, let's let's start here then. Let's start with the actual game and what we think is going to go down. Here is how I think because I'm picking. 
straight out of the bag, I'm picking the 49ers. I mean, this should come as a shock to nobody that listens to the show. I picked the 49ers <laughs> back in August to win the Super Bowl. Yes, I had Niners. Too. I had Niners Bills in the Super Bowl. Sean yep. had Niners Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Don't we, even. <laughs> We won't go there. Who did you have? Colts uh, and the Browns. No, not even possible. No, no, no. no. <laughs> He's no. like Colts, Browns. The NFC is so trash. They put two AFC teams. I in. actually think I'm pretty close to Chiefs Niners, but I don't know if I was there. I'd have no, to you weren't. I might have been. Probably you, not. You had Vikings, Colts. Don't lie. No, no, no. Hold anyway, on. hold on. Go, go, and I'll find it. Well, how are you going to find that? Oh fuck! All my notes are gone. Damn. Oh, of course they are. <laughs> oh, no, my Paul, homework Paul is hasn't even, He hasn't even punched in his password yet. He's like, oh, no, my notes no, are No, they just got – I don't need them. I don't, I don't need them. How need convenient them. for me. I had them all. Uh, so I picked the Niners, in, I picked the Niners oh, in August. Sean picked the Niners in August, or, or Labor Day weekend when we do our, when we do our yeah, picks, yeah, the yeah. Labor Day show. <laughs> Fuck you, Colts Niners. <laughs> all right. I said Colts Niners, obviously being a home for it. I told yeah. you I had them in my fucking notes. So we all had the Niners in the Super Bowl. Well, who'd you have winning? The Colts? Yeah. Of course I did. Just being a homeboy, fucking yeah. idiot Colts. Yeah, of course. So we all had the Niners making, this, making it out of the NFC, <laughs> which is kind of, I mean, that's kind of crazy to think when you go back and you, you know, to make preseason predictions. Before the season started. Before the season started. That was, that was Labor Day weekend. That was, you know, Labor, the, the Tuesday after Labor Day that we made that pick. Because that's when we know. And, uh, I, yeah, I th- I use my like three hundred bucks. Just Niners in the bowl. That's it. And, and I threw in. like I think I threw a hundred bucks on the Broncos. Cause I was like, ah, fuck it. Like, but before the season started, that probably wasn't that much anyway. Like, I think they were like plus four hundred or something yeah, like so that. Like, they were the odds-on favorite. It wasn't like we were going out on a thin limb here. You know, you know, it, we, we to, to pick the 49ers. We we right. kind of just knew they were the most. The Eagles weren't going back. You know, but there was a lot of question marks around the Niners with Brock Purdy and his health. There was yep, a lot of question yep. marks whether or not he was actually the guy or last year was a flash in the pan. I think we've he stand on his business. Dude, I can't stand that. I but, him, it's him. between between stands on his business and chop it up. Those are like my two most like new hated <laughs> phrases. No, my Cause, number cause one most hated because the manifest bros yeah. say chop it up all the time. My number one most hated is Apparently. he's him or I'm him. I hate that. That's like stand. old though. That was a uh, it's rampant right. He now. is I and I am him. Wasn't that Biggie? And then Jay Z ripped it off. Yeah, something like that. I forget, but yeah, it's been around for a long time. Which, by the way, it's just making was, like a resurgence with all the with all the broccoli tops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All, yeah that's like where you know. Right. Which apparently I found out from one of uh, one of my coworkers, one of my uh, our co-worker, my coworkers at, at work, one of my sergeants, who's a big fan of the show. He uh, apparently he's a little older than us. We were talking about hip hop last week. Yeah. And he loves when we talk about hip hop because he's like, "Fuck!" He's like, "I wish I." He's like, "I wish I listened live because I would call in." Because when you just start talking about rap, and he's like, "Apparently, Bet was like from the '80s." No. Yeah, he's like, we used to say that when we were kids, like when I was growing up. Like, Shit comes around. Bro. Yeah, and and of course that look, was a phrase too. Go to Shit the comes around. Go to the gym. <laughs> I get around. Go to the gym. Look at look at the style. It's straight out of 1984. Yeah. The fucking the oh, short, short shorts, shorts, the white oh, socks. God. I saw pictures. The trashy, like the pre-trash Nike Dunks. Yep. Like, and again, I've said this before on the show. N- listen to all the kids that are like that are dressing like that. Like, none of that shit looked good in the eighties. Like, and we knew it. it. It doesn't look good now. Just right. so you know, I saw. We're the, gonna uh, make fun of you for that. Like I, our generation, we I think we hit the swag button but, on the like the nail on the head. But I will say 
from what I saw the other day, the two pictures that I saw from the high school, from like Fairhaven and Dartmouth High School men's basketball teams, whether it was freshman or varsity, whatever. Holy shit. Some ch- some dude was going for like the Angel Reese look, which was like almost no shorts at all. I was like, all right, pump the fucking brakes. But I will say, I do, I, I can't stand the old Iverson, like the, the 2000, like, dude, like, Barely any ankle showing type shit. He's like, that was Jinkos. just. I, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I just look so fucking. Why can't we just, like, call it in the middle? Like, no. le, like LeBron yeah, James, go, 2015. Two, two, 2000, right above, 2005 to 2010. Yeah, right above the knees. A little that was bit. the sweet spot. No, there I, you go. I like the Jinko look of like, like you, oh, can't, it's, you can't even see their feet. It's <laughs> so stupid. Like, even, but anyway, so the 80s are making a comeback again. Uh, but apparently bet was something that was said a long time ago. I didn't hear it until, like, the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, like, hey, it's like, all right, are you going to do – all right, I'll come – right, I'm going to come pick you up. All right, bet. Like, bet. Like, I don't know. It's just like apparently – but apparently that's an old I'm 80s thing. I'm surprised I never said it because now I say it so good. I do too. Much. It's like it's now it's like ingrained in me. I'm like, shit. Yeah. like, fuck. I was like, uh, anyway. So anyhow, um, what were we saying about this game? Before we get off on this Fuck, random eighties, no, this random eighties no, topic. No, we were talking about people that wear short shorts. Yeah, but no, we 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 went off from the game and shit. From uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, fuck it, we'll start over. Yeah. Um. Oh, we were talking about uh, Cameron ripping off. I am him. Yeah, standing on his business. Standing on his business because yeah, yeah, you, you were talking about uh, Brock Purdy. We were shit. talking about Brock Purdy, and we yes. didn't know if he was a flash in the pan or Jesus if he was Christ. if he was going to be. And this year, he was an MVP candidate. I mean, listen, you know, not for nothing, but whether you want to admit it or not, Brock Purdy was very much alive and well in the MVP conversation throughout the entire season. Now, you could argue he lost that. You know, he lost any any consideration to win it because of that Ravens game. Um, but there's one team playing on Sunday. And one team that had a chance to be playing on Sunday, and they're not. So, I'll take Brock Purdy over Lamar Jackson, I don't know, 100 out of 10 times. Sure. You know, I mean, I don't care. Like, And and that's just, I don't don't give a shit about who the coach is, what kind of talent they have on offense. Nope, Brock Purdy's a gamer, bro. Brock Brock Purdy's a baller. Like, this kid, we we said it a couple weeks ago, it's time we stop putting Mac Jones and Tua and Brock Purdy, like, all like, oh, they're all interchangeable. Like, no, they're not. Two of those are. No, they're not. I'm yeah. dying on the hill. Tua and Mac are interchangeable. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. Although I'd still give Tua a, a slight nod over Mac. But I think if Arm you gave, power, yeah. But I think if you gave Mac Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle and that offense, Fuck like... Fuck you, by the way. What? <laughs> Lauren sent me. <laughs> oh, she sent it to you? Oh, you yeah. sent it. <laughs> See? Told you. Not even him. It's Drake's pee-pee, yeah, it bro. Is. Yeah, it is. It could be Coach Carter with just like a fa- Drake's face superimposed <laughs> over it. Uh, but anyway... The Niners, the Niners are the best team in football, the best roster in football. Yeah, best coached. I would disagree. I think the Ni- I think the Chiefs are probably the most well coached team in football. When you look at what they have on offense right now, like outside of Kelsey and Pacheco, Pacheco, right, Pacheco. Pacheco. Wait, but how many trips? Sh- how many Shanahan's made a few trips to the Super Bowl too? This is his second. It was only oh, a once second. with Garoppolo and once yep, with... Yep, they, they went there in 19... Both, both against the both Chiefs. Both against the Chiefs. Right. So this is the rematch. Oh, why did I think Shanahan made three? This is wait, his third Wait, 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 wait. No, are you counting only as head coach or as assistant? 
No, only as a head coach. I'm saying okay. only no, as a head coach. We know he was coach. there with Atlanta in yeah. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we remember. Anything to fucking bring up the 28-3 game. You no, it's not. Fans, man. <laughs> no, dude, just, no. Just Did like, you like that song on that TikTok I said? That was fucking that. hilarious. I legit <laughs> laughed. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, hey, uh, you guys remember there was uh, once a Super Bowl that uh, was played. No, and, I wasn't uh, doing that joke. When you, The only thing I sent to you was the Belichick thing. Yeah, do you remember the last time Kyle Shanahan was uh, an offensive coordinator in a Super Bowl? <laughs> no, shut up. No. No, I just thought this was maybe his third. I forgot that he... Well, technically it's his third because two, one is a coordinator, two is a co- head coach. Right, but I'm, I thought the Niners had made it like no, one they've other been year close-ish. since 19, but they didn't. They they've been yeah. close-ish. Uh, I think they lost because they, they, they lost the Packers. The they lost the Eagles last year, but then they lost the Packers the year before, right? Was it the Packers? Yeah, because that was the Jimmy... Uh, was that it was Jimmy Garoppolo's last year. No. That was the Jesus, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, that was oh, a fucking fuck, embarrassing game. Was, yeah. yeah. And then Brock Purdy lost the next year to the Eagles. And they lost the arm, yeah. Because his arm. Whatever. I forget. I forget yeah. how it Brock was. Purdy was last year. Right. Yeah. yeah, Brock was yeah, last his year. His arm was fucking. Yeah, the Eagles, yeah. yeah. We're ready to Brock and roll, baby. Bro, he, Don't I, knock the Brock. No, yeah. he's been phenomenal. I hate to say that one play last year against the Eagles made me think that Brock Purdy was a lot better than people gave him credit for. But literally, there was only one play last year that made me think Brock Purdy was better than people were giving him credit for. I mean, he just has, like, that little, like, intangible. I think he can do a lot of the things, like, these, like, athletic quarterbacks can do, like Mahomes and shit. But he's a smart quarterback. Like, he can – I don't know. He makes – I know he's got a stacked offense, and everybody likes to take that away from him and all that shit, but he makes a lot of good fucking decisions. We saw a lot of bad quarterback football this postseason. Yeah. Purdy is not even close to the worst quarterback out there. Like, but, not even close. But I respect what the 49ers organization did as a whole to tell you that they believe in Brock Purdy. This offseason, let's forget the Tom Brady story, okay? Let's just say that was a complete fallacy just made up to just create whatever narrative you want to create. Yes. Sean they saw Drake, of- now he's got fallacies on the mic. <laughs> yeah. Let's say they had, they had their top three pick, which they mortgaged a lot of their future for, in Trey Lance. They got rid of him, no problem. Yeah. They said... You can go to our competitor in Dallas. We don't care. Right, That's right. how much faith they had in their own scouting that says, we have something here in Brock. We'll, we know we gave up a ton for this kid, but we're willing to let that kid walk for next mm-hmm. to nothing. Which was a big and, dick move by the San Francisco front office. And run with Brock Purdy coming back from a massive surgery and you weren't even sure if he was going to be ready. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why this was kind of like we, you know, picking the Niners preseason was kind of a, a, a it wasn't as it wasn't as thick of a limb I think as people are, are making it out to be because we didn't know if Brock Purdy was going to last the whole season. We didn't know if he was, you know, he had that run, he got hurt in the NFC Championship, and that's all of a sudden like, oh, okay, he's one of those guys who just gets hurt every year at the worst possible time. You know, he's another, uh, you know, he's Alex Smith or Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever. Like, you know, I just think that going, you know, picking the Niners preseason, all three of us had the Niners in the Super Bowl preseason. I think there's something to be said for that. Well, the team, because we were all sharing a brain on that. The team, the team is and was stacked, and the coaching is excellent. That's the thing. You have great depth, you have great talent, and you have great coaching. Mm. And I think if they felt anything less than the Super Bowl, we would sit, be sitting here saying, "It was a How did that failure happen? of a season." Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. And that's I think you know a common theme throughout the country right now is that that if, if the Niners had not made this game. You know, especially from you know from San Francisco fans and, and and guys in that locker room, if they hadn't made this game, this was a tremendous failure. Absolutely, and that sucks because you know they had a lot of pressure on them to do it, and they did. I'm uh, sorry, it doesn't suck. It, it 
it's it's tough. It sucks because it's tough to do that when you have those expectations. Yeah, and they did. Uh, I think, as Paul would say, they stood on their business. Um, but Christ. again, the Niners, I think, are going to win this game, and here's why. I fucking hope so, dude. And this isn't a slight. And people are like, people are looking at me like I got twelve heads when I tell them I'm picking the Niners, especially around here. They're like, "How are you betting against Mahomes, bro?" And I'm like. Uh, because if you I, because I watch the games every week, like I don't know, like do you not like I, I get it? Like there's there's a certain there's a certain level there's there's a lot of things that go into the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs basically stepped in for the Patriots. The Patriots fell off, died, the dynasty died, <laughs> and the Chiefs have basically Dead. just assumed that mantle right off the rip. Like you know, this is what this is Mahomes gone to six straight AFC six straight AFC championships. He's now been to what uh four Super Bowls? Four. This is his fourth four. Super Bowl. This is his fourth. Fourth. Going for three. This is his fourth Super Bowl. People are like, "Well, how are you betting against him? This is the greatest run we've ever seen. He's the GOAT." And you got the Ryan Clarks, the Stephen A. Smiths and all these people that now uh, uh, saying Mahomes is better than Brady. Fucking just stop. Stop. He's not even better than fucking he's not better than Manning. He's not even better than Rodgers. He might not even he he might be the best in the league right now, but the league right now is probably the lowest point I've seen it in two decades. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like all right, we'll get into that in a minute, but that well, that's a, neither here nor there. Be like, how are you betting against Mahomes? Well, let me tell you why I'm betting against Mahomes. Let me tell you why I'm taking the 49ers. Uh for all intents and purposes, and I think Rashad said it last week when he called in, uh our friend in the in the ATL. You know, the uh, the Chiefs' defense is not good against the run. Okay, they they cannot stop. They have they struggle against the run. I think they gave up 182 yards to the Bills on the ground. Something like that. Yeah. All right. The Niners have the number one rushing offense or number three rushing offense, I believe it is in the league. Which is crazy. You've got a you've got a you've got a Kyle Shanahan coach team. Okay, and if you know anything about Shanahan offenses, what's the one thing they do better than everybody else? Run. Run the ball. <laughs> okay. Remember that guy, Terrell Davis? Yeah, he was pretty good in the Remember Super Bowl. all the fucking running backs behind the Broncos O-line? I mean, that, that he, TD was just the first one. Right. Yeah, and then Clinton Portis. And it was and a, uh, Mike Anderson, Orlando's Gary. Oh, my God. Uh, Ruben Drones, Howard Griffith, Clinton Portis, Ruben Tatum Drones Bell, like Mike Anderson now. again, <laughs> uh, Peyton Hillis. Like, you know, there, there's so many guys that, that, came, many. that came through Denver that ran the ball down people's throats. Um, yeah, if you don't know, uh, you might not know this, but um, Kyle Shanahan's dad, Mike, was the coach of those Broncos teams. So, um, yeah, little little history nugget there for you that you may not know. The Niners are going to come out, and they are going to run this fucking ball. They are not going to do what the Ravens did last week. They are not going to hand the ball off eight times to their to the, and, and let their inept quarterback drop back in seven-step drops and or what the, the equivalent of seven-step drops would be. Uh, and and hold the ball for four or five seconds and let Steve Spagnuolo's defense tee off on him. They're going to run the ball. I believe Christian McCaffrey is going to be the MVP of this game. I've got him going for two touch, uh, three touchdowns altogether, two on the ground, one through the air. So one of my parlay bets is going to be Christian McCaffrey, multiple touchdown scorer. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, I think the Niners are going to win this one. I think it's going to be a fairly comfortable win for the Niners. I think this is going to be very reminiscent of the Chiefs and the Bucks, where okay. the the Chiefs got there. You know, they fought through all the adversity. They beat some teams that maybe they sh- you know shouldn't have been favored against or whatever. Blah blah blah. And I think once they see the nine, once they get to the Niners in the in the in the in the Super Bowl, you're going to go, oh yeah, these two teams are not the same. And that's not to say because you know Mahomes isn't great. 
or the Chiefs can't run the ball, and they and they can, and I believe the Chiefs that's going to be their best option in my opinion uh, to beat this Niners team if they're going to try to win this if they're going to win this game. They're going to have to do it on the ground first, mm-hmm. because if there's one place the Niners' defense is weak, it's against the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if you let Chase Young and, and Nick Bosa and Green and all, you know these guys get after Mahomes, I, I think you're going to see him running for his life a lot, like he did against Tampa Bay. And everybody's like, "Well, their offensive line's better." This night, yeah, I, I get that. I don't think it's going to be as much of like a like a, like I don't think it's going to be as as comfortable uh, of a. Win that the, the fuck. <laughs> I like gong threw me off too. Yeah. What the hell's going on? But you don't think it's going to be as comfortable as a win as? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I, I don't think it'll be as, as comfortable of a win uh, as the Bucks had against the Chiefs. But I think the I think the Niners are going to win this one. Like, it'll be a ten point game. You know, throughout swing either you way. You know, it'll go for it'll be like, oh, it's ten. Oh, it's down to three. Oh, it's back to ten. Oh, it's down to it's down to seven. Oh, it's back. It's up to fourteen. Oh, it's back down to seven. Like it'll be kind of like a seesaw game. Uh, but I think the Niners win it going away. And I think they honestly, I think the Niners just dominate time of possession in this game. I think they're going to come out. They're going to run the ball. They're not going to make the same mistake Baltimore did by trying to throw it sixty times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they're, <laughs> you know. They're, they're going to do what they set out to do. They're going to own the line of scrimmage. They're going to dominate this defense. Because here's the thing. Steve Spagnuolo is going to blitz the shit out of Brock Purdy. They are going to blitz him. They're probably going to blitz him better than 50% of the time because that's what, that's what Spags does. Well, I think there's an idea behind that, too. I think we should get into this one. I think both teams haven't really had the ability or had other teams attack their biggest weakness. During the playoffs for the Chiefs, no team has completely shut down Travis Kelsey at all. I don't think you have to shut down Travis Kelsey I, to win this game, but though. No, I don't think you do that. But I think if you shut him down and you force him to say, all right, go to go to your rookie in Rice, uh, play Pacheco more. It's, I know it's Pacheco. Um, make sure you throw in <laughs> to Kadarius Tony and make sure he plays. If you take away his biggest blanket, Mahomes' biggest blanket, and force him to go over the things. I think you could take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Same way can be said, but you said with Spags, and Spags knows, well, I'm going to have a hard time stopping Ayuk, Debo, George Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey. Fuck it. Let's just send the house at Brock Purdy because we think he's the weakest one of the five. Right. Make him make yeah. the decision. Make him yeah. beat you. Make yes. him make the split decisions that, you know, and you hope he can make, you, you hope you, you make some mistake that you can capitalize on. Being an interception, a fumble, strip sap, whatever, and you hope you can score on it. Fuck that opportunity up though, and I bet that Niners offense is gonna make you fucking pay well, hardcore. There's and that's there the thing. And, and there comes you know the there, and this is uh that's the Steve Spagnolo defense way. It's either it's it's feast or family. Like either you're you're gonna you're gonna blitz and you're gonna get home and you're gonna make the plays you need to make, or they're yeah. gonna beat you. Right. And it's there's really it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Warriors like you know you live by the three die by the three, yeah. and that's kind of where the Chiefs defense is like I know they've been opportunistic I know defensively they've ranked in the t- you know they're they're one of the top teams in the league in terms of points allowed third downs the yep. whole fucking nine, yep. but this is different this is a San Francisco offense that is built to attack you quick and built to get after you in many many different ways you know right. styles make fights that whole cliche. Yep. The Niners can win any style of fight offensively. Yeah. That's why I think this game is going to go kind of like the Green Bay-Dallas game and the Niners winning, being Green Bay. Like, absolutely just – it's going to be like 28 nothing at the fucking half. I think they're going to run up. Jesus. If it's I think they're going to smash them, dude. I, if, I if think the, Niners, the Chiefs if the, I mean, if the Niners in, come out and put it on them like that, 
They're overconfident. I don't know. I just call me stupid, but I just got that hunch. I got nothing to back it up. I'm literally just going on what I think the not like they're just I don't know. They're playing their best football that anybody's really seen right now. I mean, out of especially, you know, like with Purdy coming back, nobody expected shit out of him. He's fulfilled that position quite fucking nicely. Knock on wood. Thank God everybody's mostly maintained their fucking health all the way through the season because it's just like the fucking, you know, no offense, just like the fucking Patriots getting lucky all those goddamn years with somebody getting hurt in the season mm-hmm. or whatever late, and then they got an easy road into that fucking playoffs. We've seen that with the fucking Chiefs in the past couple of years. Just take advantage. Piss me off. Yeah, I know you, they, you, you nah, do. That's they exactly do. it. You it take just, advantage of what the, just, what's put in front of you. I get it, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's just aggravating that they always get the – they don't ever draw the short straw. You know what I'm saying? Right, they, and there's – They kind of did this year. With the Chiefs? Yeah, a little oh. bit. They, they, oh. don't, they don't have a great offense this year. They don't have a great offense, but when you when you look at the playoff games that they had to win, like okay, like they had to go, they get you get Miami at home. All right, we all knew cakewalk. Miami was a cakewalk. Then they go on the road to Buffalo. Buffalo manages to fumble that game away, and, and not not for nothing, but Buffalo. <laughs> so but Buffalo was at Buffalo was nowhere near at full strength health wise. They should have never been the number two seed. Ever. No, they they, they, they went, fell into it because of the Jaguars. They went on that run at the end of the year. They won six of their last like six six straights to close the year. Like yeah. they lost the Broncos, and then like they and the Jaguars they, and then lost they six lost straight. the Eagles, and they never lost again. And the Jags fell apart, and the and then so you had Buffalo. They, so Kansas City goes into Buffalo. They beat a wounded Buffalo team. Granted, Buffalo gave them all they could handle, and that was the only team that I felt like that was good enough left in the AFC to beat Kansas City was Buffalo because a Buffalo and Josh Allen they weren't scared of the Chiefs. They didn't look across the field and see Mahomes and Reed and piss down their leg like the Baltimore Ravens did. Mm-hmm. They didn't get away from everything that they do uh, and you know what they were going to do in order to beat them. The way that the Baltimore Ravens did. As soon as the Chiefs won that game and the Ravens beat, you know, had the Texans and it was a fucking layup, I was like, oh yeah, Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Like I, I took, I took the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. I took them with the spread. I took them straight up. I knew they weren't losing that game. I was hoping they would, but I knew they weren't going to because Lamar Jackson sucks in the playoffs. Oh, well, we yeah. did it here live. So bad. And we were saying how many points the Chiefs were getting. I'm like. Dude, take that. Yeah. Like, that was the easiest one. And I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Because they'd probably lose by, like, a point or two, if anything. But they they won outright. Yeah, they, they just straight up won it outright. And you knew that was going to happen because Baltimore's trash. Like, I'm sorry, Baltimore. People Careful. People, people shit on the, on the Miami Dolphins for being the most overrated, fraudulent team all year. Can you look at can we can we look up the uh, up the coast a little bit at Baltimore? Because I'm sorry, but, like, I, I don't look at I don't look at Baltimore and think, oh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a top tier defense. Never did all that's a year. great offense. No, I never I never once looked at Baltimore like they were a legit Super Bowl contender. Not once all year. I mean, and I, you can go back and listen to any show you've wanted all throughout the season. Oh yeah. And not one time did I sit here and go, hmm, I don't know, man. Maybe Baltimore's legit. No, because you knew once they got to this point in the season, Lamar Jackson when, and they were going to fold up like a cheap suit like they always do. Yep. It's just it's some things are just right on schedule, and that train's never late. Yeah, my fucking Colts beat him, bro. Dude, I don't care. Like, I don't. It, it's the Ravens, dude. Like, they they got lucky one time with Joe Flacco in 2012. Right. Yep. And yeah. If he ended up playing for the Ravens again this year, I know we talked about it. I think they go. I think they play in the the Super Bowl. Listen, if Joe Flacco had gone to Baltimore, and say say something happened to Lamar, and Joe Flacco had gone to Baltimore Crazy. instead of Cleveland, that would have been the craziest shit. I could. I I can envision much easier. Envision that Baltimore Ravens team with Joe Flacco getting the Super Bowl than I can Lamar. And that tells you all you need to know about Lamar. 
sorry, like you just you don't win with those types of you don't win with that type of quarterback in this league anymore. Can't run around. And man. we we I should have cut the clip uh, last week when I sent it to you about uh, Phil Sims basically yeah, saying yeah. exactly what I said about Lamar Jackson. How he's a sight thrower. Yeah. You know he's not he's he doesn't anticipate he doesn't read defenses particularly well. You know he does. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of holes in his game. Yes, there is. That's and always been his knock. The, his you know his biggest thing is he's a great athlete. And, you know, unfortunately, we saw it with Vic and Cunningham and, uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking... Uh, Dante Culpepper. No, he wasn't Cam. athletic. Yeah, he uh, was. We saw it with Cam. Cam. Uh, we saw it with... Uh, who else? IG3. Yeah, there's plenty of guys that we saw. It. They were great athletes, but they weren't great quarterbacks. And every time they got to the postseason, it was just like, uh... Right. You know, I mean, McNabb to a degree. Like, McNabb was probably the best one out of all of them, and he never even made it to a Super Dude, Bowl. Dude, you could throw Baker in there. I know he's still playing. I'm sorry, he made it to one, and he threw up all of his shoes. You could do yeah. ba- throw Baker in there. He's yeah, very yeah. athletic, but, like, I know he had a good year this year, but. But Baker can at least anticipate a throw. He Sometimes. can anticipate somebody coming over. He's not great at it, but right. he's better He's better than Lamar. I would pick Baker over Lamar. As shocking Baker as that this is to year, say. the way he played, if you put him on Baltimore, okay. I bet they go further. This is the Baker. The Baker that played this year was the Baker that went number one overall. Right. The Baker this is the Baker saw. we all expected. But yeah. he ended up with, uh, you know, Hugh fucking. Uh, uh, Hugh Janus. Hugh, Jan- uh, no, what was, uh, Hugh Jackson <laughs> in Cleveland. And then they were like, you know what, Hugh Jackson, I you, you suck. For a second. You're fired. <laughs> we, we got the answer. Fred Kitchens. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, no. And then they brought in Sweetie. Alex Van Pelt. What happened no. to that guy? Yeah, that oh, isn't, isn't, he, uh, isn't he uh, on your coaching staff Dude, now? I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Every week it gets worse. <laughs> I love what the Patriots are doing coaching staff-wise. It's just fucking just great. throwing fluid in it like, yeah, fuck it. They're like, and we'll get into the Patriots and their coaching staff, especially Bill no, Belichick in the I, second I half of the show. I jokes. No, because, uh, because again, I, I'm being proven right every Every week we come on here and we say something, and then like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, something comes out, and it's like, oh, Fats was right again. Fats was on it again. We were on it again. Like you he know, looks like a fat Dewey from Scream, Ben McAdoo. Remember Dewey yeah. from Scream, that the sheriff. A dreamy room. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, from that from scary movie. Thank you, man. I can't believe we signed that man, but what? That's neither here nor there. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So anyway, back to the Super Bowl. I think the Niners are going to win this one. I think they're going to win it fairly comfortably. And it's not a knock on Mahomes. It's not a knock on Reed. I just don't think the Chiefs stack up talent-wise. And even though the Chiefs, the, you know, the Chiefs defense is probably the best it's ever been in, ter- in, the, in the Mahomes era, statistically, their one glaring weakness is the, is the Niners' biggest strength, which is against the run. And I just think that you can't expect Kyle Shanahan not to capitalize on that. I think he's going to. I think he's going to in a big way. Like I said, I think McCaffrey's your MVP. I think he's going to have three touchdowns, two on the ground, one in the air. I think the Niners get after Mahomes. I think they pressure him. And again, I think this is going to be a close game for about two and a half quarters. And then I think midway through the third, you're going to start to you know, get that fleeting, if you're a Chiefs fan, that, that sinking feeling like, fuck, we're up against it. Like, okay, this, is, this might not happen. It's, I don't think it's going to be a blowout because yeah. I don't think – I don't think the Chiefs are going to let that happen. You know, they're too. I don't think the refs. They're are too let good. That they're they're too good. But I don't think you're going to see this come down to the last play of the game, like last year, and you know, all of a sudden, like you know, there's there's no holding penalty, and the refs are just like, Chiefs win. Well, that's what I'm worried about: is the refs the fucking shifts. everything up. 
And we gonna, want the Swifties. I'm gonna give you a. Gr- <laughs> I'm gonna give you a. Oh, first of all, um, I don't know if you, you guys listen to any of Bustin' with the Boys, which is the fucking um, nope. the former Raiders uh, linebacker Compton and um, oh Will Compton and uh, Taylor Lewan. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't. No. Now they have their own podcast. They're fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't really listen to podcasts. Now, well, yeah, he I, doesn't even listen to our own. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's true. I don't remember what we said. I'm two weeks here ago. right now on it. Yeah, no, no. I'm live. I'm gonna listen to it. I asked Joseph. Paul's like, I asked Paul like two weeks ago. I was like, when was the last time you listened to one of our shows? He's like, never. I've never listened to one of our shows. <laughs> really? He just falls asleep. Okay. Like, well, I got some. Like, I got some homework for you. Yeah, and I meant to do it this week, and I have it. I will. I will. I like how we asked you two weeks ago, and you still have not even attempted to do it. Dude, it's, it's like, I, you know, I got stuff to do. You know what I mean? You don't like the way you he sound. He has nothing to do. He has nothing to do. Right. You drive to work. That's what he says, but I don't listen. I can't listen to this and pay attention. I can't to listen to music fuck. anymore. No, I got to listen to music. I got to go, like, mindless off. Are you like, crying? No, my, I just got, like, yawning, and, like, I'm like. Your right eye has a huge tear. It's coming down your face. Your right eye. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's fine. I just saw a tear. Maybe I've been yawning. I got like watery eyes. He's a very sleepy little baby. I thought I was like I was like, is this topic upsetting you? I just can't get him. I try to listen to the podcast, man. Damn, fuck. Why are you guys fucking hating on me? So, oh wait, so no, the the fucking those two guys. They brought up the the number thirteen is a big number in this game. Oh fuck! You saw that, right? Yeah, the Taylor's. Oh, let me go to it. Let me go to it. Yeah, can you bring it up? I almost fucking brought it up like twenty minutes ago, but I didn't know if we were gonna get into it, and they or was, if anybody was gonna bring it up. Did you hear about this? No. Oh, I, I want you to get the exact quote. Now, the quote is is that the Chiefs are going to win this game because the number thirteen is circulating this game, and it's a very important number regarding Taylor Swift and the Chiefs, and that the referees and the NFL will not allow them. Like, it's because of all the signs, and this is crazy conspiracy theory shit. But it's how many times number 13 shows up and how it correlates to everything that's going on in this game. Like, it's Taylor Swift's 13th game she's attended. It's going to be 13 hours, her trip from Japan to the uh, actually getting to the game. Yeah, and, like, the trip back, like, Travis Kelsey's number and blah, blah, blah. It's... They took the, the number of hours and stuff like that, and they said if you just subtract 13 from it, it's 87. And all this shit, that's Travis Kelsey's number. Anyway, I'll let him find it and see if we can get the quote. And this is like oh, real deep, like conspiracy theory shit of like someone saying that the refs already have it in against the 49ers for this game. I don't believe it, but I just think I it was do. Pretty, I mean, I just, honestly, if the if the Niners if the Niners lose this game, I think we'll be sitting here next Monday night. I'll bring this 13th thing. Up. Oh, by the way, we're gonna do the show Monday Monday night Monday. next week because uh, I'll be gone Tuesday. So, well, tentatively, we're planning on doing it tentatively on Monday night. Yeah, no, we probably should. Like, we probably should, but also, like, we Daytona didn't... week starts on Monday night on iRacing. Oh, okay, okay. And my new monitor comes in on Monday morning. This <laughs> is you drifting in the gym. And, and yeah, like, I mean, if you, I, so I don't know if I'm going to want to do a show because I might just want to race. All right, all And right. then maybe I'll just, maybe, you know, maybe what we'll do is I'll, like, Skype you guys in or FaceTime you guys in. And while I'm racing, we can just shoot the shit about the game. You just see Joey Drew like this, you know with sunglasses on, just driving in the car. I'm Put like, my... yo, you have any fucking opinions about this game? You're like, nah. <laughs> like, like, nah. The Chiefs are ass. But um, one way or another, the right, Chiefs so, are ass. Yeah, there's you actually. All right, yeah, there's a lot of them. Okay, go. All right, so it says basically the Swifties mass. So uh, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13, and the connections with this year's Super Bowl are hard to ignore. Obviously, Super Bowl 58 intriguingly adds up to 13 when you combine the numbers five and eight. Furthermore. Um, if Taylor Swift attends this game, it would reportedly reportedly be here 13 times supporting the Chiefs. Um, the date of the Super Bowl, uh, 2-11, obviously, 
adds up to 13. That's the date of it. Uh, the flight duration from Tokyo to Las Vegas, a route possibly linked to Swift's travel plans um, from her tour, is approximately 13 hours, adding another layer to this pattern. The sum of the digits of the 49 is 49 equals 13. Okay. Just all this 13 shit. And, and Taylor Swift, like, always releases her albums on the 13th. It's her favorite fucking number, and she's like one of those weirdo obsessed people about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't doubt for one second that the NFL has a massive vested interest in the Chiefs winning this game because of the Taylor Swift effect. Travis oh, yeah. Kelsey proposes on the field if they win, they are going to win. That's why they're doing it. This is going to be a fucking mockery of every man. All uh, right. Everybody. If Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift after the game and the Chiefs win on like some bullshit. I probably won't watch the NFL again. I said that too last night. I'll be like, and yeah, was like can... bullshit. And I was like, facts. I'll probably still watch it, but I'll be uh, nah, I don't know because because <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 you know what? I, I'll watch it, but I'm not paying for it. Like I won't be, I won't be re-upping my Sunday ticket. I'll be, I'll steal the games like a normal red-blooded American. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna switch over to Steve Buscemi from uh, because because at this point Billy because it, because at that point you just know it's not real. Right, right. This is WWE on turf. Yeah. Like, and I I'm love it all now. set. <laughs> and, 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 like, <laughs> Paul hates wrestling to begin with, and he knows it's fake. But, like, at this point, it's just like, you know, what are you, you going to do? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, it's halftime, and the Patriots are down. It's like, the glass breaks. By God, that's Belichick. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be uh, so happy. I'd the get smoke my seat. in the parking lot. Remember the brewski? Yeah. yeah, there's puppies. Like, the I, I just be, it's just ridiculous. But right. I wish that would happen. I don't think I, – listen, if we're if we're looking at it just on the uh, – we'll save the conspiracy theories for next week yeah, because, yeah, you yeah. know, we'll wait to see what if unfolds. they win. Because, I mean, honestly, if the Chiefs if the Chiefs do win, if it's like last year and the Chiefs win on another, like, bullshit penalty that cost the Niners the game or something like that – or there's like, because there's always going to be instances throughout the game where like the you know the Niners are gonna they're gonna the refs are gonna try to keep the Chiefs in it. Sure. You know what I mean? And sure. hopefully the Niners are just too good and they just put it on them and I, nothing they can do. I really do think last week I said 27-10, 49ers over Chiefs. I I think it's going, be more high scoring than that. I thought about it while you were talking and while before I was coming here thinking about the game. I'm going to up my score to 34-21. And the reason why I'm going to go 34-21 is because I don't think it's going to be a game. I think the score is going to say it's closer than what it was, but I feel like the 49ers are going to be a complete command of this game the whole time. I kind of feel that way, too. Like It's going to be the Niners game like through and through. They're going to do what they did to the Lions, but not allow them to catch back up. Yeah. I want to say that after this game, you're going to see two significant things. You're going to see... I disagree with Joey. I think Chris. I think Christian McCaffrey would be an excellent MVP candidate. But we know it's the NFL. We know they like to prop up their quarterbacks, prop up their stars. What better story than to have Mister Irrelevant be Super Bowl MVP? I mean, listen, I'm not against that at all. But if they win, I don't know if the, why. Why would you? It, I guess it depends on quarterbacks. Almost, quarterbacks it, it, almost always get it, right? But. It, I, it, but this depends on McCaffrey's performance. I think he's definitely, definitely what right. But if McCaffrey rushes for two and and catches one, but it has like but, 150 but Brock, total. But or, Brock throws five or three. Oh man, if Brock throws five, Brock throws or five four. If he rushes two and throws three, or or rushes, yeah, like throws three, rushes for two, throws for like 300 yards, no yeah. picks. I, I mean, he's gonna have to light it the fuck up. Yeah, but 
I can see McCaffrey lighting it the fuck up. So I, I think Brock Purdy is the MVP because I, I'm confident in that. I think he plays well enough to not lose I'm the game. I'm not saying it. I don't think, I don't think it's time. impossible. I just don't think it's probable. What percentage okay. of the time does quarterback win MVP? Like 70%. It's like 75 crazy. Right, It's It's so crazy high. It's fucking and then the other <laughs> thing I want to say is that after this game, regardless of the outcome, Andy Reid retires. There is a lot of smoke behind – the uh, the the coaching staff will be changing after the season, and that leads me to another point that I'll make later in the show. Okay, that being said, let's flip the flip the script a little bit from a Chiefs standpoint. In order to win this game, if you're the Chiefs, what you what you have to do, you're gonna have to first. It starts with the defense. You're gonna have to find a way to shut down the run early. And make and keep the Niners in third yeah. and seven, third and eight, third and nine. Yeah, keep it long. Yep. And blitz the fuck out of Brock Purdy, as we know Steve Spagnuolo's going to do, and get him to make those mistakes early and often. I mean, even if he ends up, even if they just those balls fall harmlessly to the turf and they and they punt, that's another opportunity for Mahomes to go out and work his magic, figure something out. Right. Maybe Kadarius Tony actually holds on to a ball for Shit. once, or doesn't line up off sides. I wonder if he um, plays. Rasheed Rice. You know, those guys, like, they, they've got some decent players on this offense. I mean, I know the narrative all season has been like, look at Mahomes. He's doing it with a bunch of shit bums. And it's like, well, yeah, he's not doing it. Like, yeah, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. And, but she you know, was great. But, you know, she Rice has been good. You very know, good. Uh, Rice has been very good. Kelsey is still the best in the league. But mm-hmm. Chico's been, you know, that dude runs with a fucking chip on his shoulder. I he love sure it. Does, he yeah. runs angry. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. That being said... That's how you're going to have to – the, 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 the Chiefs are going to have to do that, and they're going to have to execute offensively. They're going to have to find a way to get everybody involved and move the ball. The Niners' defense can be run on. I think we saw that in the Green Bay game. We saw it in the Detroit game. You know, you had uh, uh, Chase Young out there just kind of like lollygagging around. And, I th- and uh, I, uh, Fred Warner. You know, you, you, you had the Niners' coaching staff saying it's going to take more effort – than what we showed on Sunday to win the Super Bowl after the NFC Championship right. game. And that was like kind of a direct but indirect shot at Chase Young, who was like on that, uh, I think it was the Jameer Gibbs touchdown, yeah. where he was just kind of like jogging after him. And it's like, nah, oh. dude, like you got to get there. Like you don't jog. This isn't, right. this isn't some fucking, this isn't week 15 with the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. And your season's over. Like, right. nah, dude, like get your ass over there. Like, this is what we're paying right. you to do. Chase Young, yeah, Mr. Rookie, I want Tom Brady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why don't you make the fucking playoffs yep. first, and, asshole? Check and what and out. well he did. They did make the playoffs. Wow. They did get after and they did get the Tom Brady. And they actually almost beat the Bucks that year. That was they had a good a good game going against the Bucks and Taylor Heineke couldn't quite get it done. Was no that surprise. Washington, right? Yeah. Um yeah, it was uh that was the I believe that game was in Washington too, was yeah, it? Oh no! That, it? No, it was no. in Tampa. That was in Tampa. It was raining, I think. Right? Like, yeah, I don't remember. Probably. Anyway, it was a good game. I know oh, that. It's <laughs> always raining. That being said, <laughs> the Niners' defense is susceptible to the run. I, we've seen it throughout the playoffs. They they can be run on. They're very opportunistic. They got great linebackers, arguably the best trio in the league. They've got a good secondary. Even though Hufang is out, they still have managed to find a way to keep everything in front of them and really not give up the big plays over the top. That being said, nobody does a better job at improvising and making big plays than Patrick Mahomes. Like he finds a way to make those big plays. So if you're the Chiefs, I mean the game plan's simple if you're the Chiefs. Run the ball, stop the run. I mean, it's as, it's 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 as cliche as that is, 
That's what the Chiefs have to do to, to win this game. Run the ball, stop the run. Run the ball, stop the run. Because we all know you can get after Brock Purdy on third and 11, third and 10, third and nine. We know you're going to blitz him. And even though he's been pretty good against the blitz, let's be honest, like no, no quarterback likes to be under pressure. So if he's under pressure all day, you know, the, the, he's going to miss throws. He's going to do that. Like, thing, it's going to inherently, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you're the Chiefs, like, those two things are much easier said than done. Of course. You know, because the Chiefs have not been able to stop the run very well against teams that have opted to run it. Everybody's like, well, yeah, they stopped the, uh, the Ravens from running it. And I'm like, no, 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 the Ravens stopped themselves from running it. The Ravens ran it eight times. They handed the ball off eight times during that game. Crazy. Eight. 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 Like, that's crazy. That's lunacy to me. <laughs> that's absolute fucking lunacy. It's like, hey, what's the Chiefs' biggest weakness? Uh, the run. How are you guys going to beat him? Throw it 62 times. <laughs> what, dude, what? Oh, oh, you, oh, oh, you thought we were going to run it. Oh, that's cute. Mind You're funny. Uh, so that's how the that's how they're going to have to do it. That being said, I don't think Brock Purdy is that is that easily rattled. Even under pressure, I think Purdy's going to be fine. He doesn't fumble. He he takes the sack. He'll and you know what? That's kind of what fine. I like about Purdy. Like yeah. he'll just eat it. That's and fine. live to fight another day rather exactly. than coughing one up and letting them take it back the other way. That's a good vet move. A lot of vet quarterbacks will do that. They're like, ah, instead of throwing it away, they underthrow it, throw it up, throw an outside pick to the corner. He decides, fuck it, I'll just eat it. I'll take the three, four-yard loss, and I'll just come back the next play or we'll punt it, whatever. It's not a big deal. A punt is better than a turnover, always. Sure I mean, especially when you're talking about field position games. So, listen, I think Purdy and the Niners, this is their game to lose. I, I don't. I'm going to say I don't see a lot of ways the Niners lose this game. The only way the Niners lose this game is if they beat themselves and or the Zebras have a heavy influence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which, if they do, it'll be a, it'll be a goddamn shame. But Not even last year, team. even last year, though, we saw that. We watched that, that game last year. The Zebras were non-existent until it mattered for the Chiefs. Right. Until, like, the last... And then they were just like, Chiefs win. <laughs> Chiefs win. Hold on. Chiefs win, yeah. and you're like, really, dude? Like, right. and that was, and that was such a fucking <laughs> that left such a sour taste in my mouth. Right. Not because the Chiefs won the game; it was the way the Chiefs won the game. Like, you let them play the whole fucking game, and then you call a phantom hold on a fucking on a on a you know big time third down or fourth down, whatever it was, in a big spot in the Super Bowl after you've let them play the entire game, and now all of a sudden you're like, now you're gonna call it? Really? That's what we're doing now? That just that just chapped my ass, but six to one is what it is. I think the Niners win this game. I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking the Niners straight up. I'm taking them with the two and a half. Doesn't matter. Christian McCaffrey MVP. Even though I do like Sean's Sean's uh, uh, prediction of Mister Irrelevant elevating to Super Bowl MVP. Just, I think just imagine the story, the story of the whole offseason. They can prop this dude up. That and then and then it goes right into the draft. Hey, every position is worthwhile. Imagine if I'm a marketing person for the NFL and I say, you know, you could be Tom Brady in the sixth round. You could be the number one overall pick, and you could be uh, Peyton Manning. Right. You could be the last pick in the NFL Brock draft Purdy. and be a Super Bowl MVP. Every pick matters. All you need is the chance. That's right. And then what better way to promote the NFL as a brand 
and how have we have so much great depth coming in. Literally anybody could be in Super Bowl MVP. And then you start pitching that to Europe. You start. I'm telling you, I know I'm being a conspiracy theorist with all this extra team shit. They are marketing the hell out yeah, of it. You've already seen the writing on the wall. Obviously. I have. Like, and all this, like, it's not like this is just out of like left field. I know. And then, and then, and then, you know, oh, we're gonna bring in all these Japan, not Japanese, European soccer owners, and we're gonna talk about hybrid. Fit. Dude, kiss yeah. my ass. How many? In Middle I see Eastern? all. Like, probably three. At least, because we're talking about people that own soccer clubs. Right. You got these Middle East. You got these Saudis in there. You know. Yeah. These, uh, you know, women hating, you know, gay right, you know, anti-gay, you know, because everybody hated live golf. Whatever. Women hating gays. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Gay and women hating Arab dudes who freaking, you know. I know, whole, but the whole live golf that just came that, out wrong. You said I that know. backwards. <laughs> women hating gays. The I'm like, those women hating gays. I was gays. trying not to fuck the rug up again. Yeah, you know those. those I really, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, really gets on my nerves. Those women hating gay sheiks. In the Middle East, you know, crazy bastards, you know? <laughs> those crazy fucks, those those hardcore Muslims that are just pull your headphones. You're gonna rip it right out. Uh, but going to, uh, do you want to talk about the parlays at all? Because I mean, we're talking about betting. And, I'm and trying to build one. I was trying to build one a minute ago. I'm gonna have to go back because I keep getting conflicting things. Fanduel won't let me do certain things. Fanduel won't let me. Fanduel has only ones they've created, which is fucking annoying. No, you can make your own. It's not letting me. I was just doing it. I but like was, MGM. I'm on mine right now. I think the the Ed Mc, uh, the Ed McCaffrey, the Christian McCaffrey multiple touchdown scorer one, uh, was the only one that was giving me that was not. I was they weren't allowing me to parlay that. Like that was like a felt like it had to be like a straight up bet. So George Kittle is plus fourteen hundred for first touchdown. Who is the most they can bet on that? Blake Bell, Kansas City. If he scores the first touchdown, it's plus twenty five thousand. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was um, just building one up right now. We so we'll do we'll post our parlays. We'll build our parlays. We'll post them on the row one seat one page before the game. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, and okay. we'll see who's we'll see who's does the best. How many legs you want to do? Three, four, five. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm just going until the payout. I'm happy with. I'm just going until I like my payout. What if, what if I want my payout to be twelve dollars so I can win? No, I'm gonna put twenty five <laughs> bucks in. I'm gonna. No, no, no. I mean, like whoever's like, listen. It's like if if we both do a five legger, yeah, and I get three and you get four, you win. Oh, okay. But okay, if Paul okay. does a three legger and he hits three for three, he wins. he wins. Yeah. You know, but if I get three out of five and he gets three out of three, he obviously wins. And then we'll have to do next week because obviously uh, we got. Wow, the over under is only forty seven. Smash that over. Dude, I that's think a low oh, my. My final score for the game, by the way, my final score is 37-24 Niners. Oh, I had 34-21, so we're, we're yeah, both we're pretty over. much in the we're, we're pretty much in the, the same thing. That that's I, I meant to say that earlier. Um, so I'm taking I'm taking the Niners minus two and a half first and foremost. Uh, anytime touchdown scores, I'm going Kelsey McCaffrey because there's no way in hell Kelsey doesn't score with Taylor Swift in the building in the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, I'm going McCaffrey. And let's go. Uh, what else can we do here? How about, dude? I like Travis Kelsey twenty-five yards each half. Rasheed Rice is and Christian four- McCaffrey thirty-five yards each half. Rasheed Rice is plus four hundred for Kansas. What's City this got score? me at? See, it, it doesn't let me do. It doesn't let me do some of these. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know why it's not letting me put. Yeah, that's crazy. 
That's crazy. Okay, so if I delete the two yardage ones, no, it says I, it says some of these I can't, I still can't combine. I don't know why. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to look at it more after because I, I'm not going to do this live on the show and try to and fuck it all up. I'll do my parlays later. Um, what do you guys want to do next? Uh, what were we gonna? What else are we? Are we gonna get into the Patriots? <laughs> It'll take coaching me. staff. Uh, we can do. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about the other fuck up team in uh, in Boston? What they did? The uh, the Red Sox or the Celtics? Red Sox. Celtics. We already touched on. The Celtics are just they just slack it through the season as usual. But the Red Sox essentially saying, hey, we brought back Theo Epstein because we know we fucked up public perception-wise. Damn, dude. You're putting fucking soda water on that? Shit. No. Yeah, I can't tell how much you've already got in there, It's bro. a count. You don't know one, two, three, done. He was counting to the top. I do. I do count. Shh. This guy. I do one, two, three. This, this is why. And then, then I do a tad I'm gonna listen. I'm going to listen. Yeah, and then, and then a little. Eh, there's a little. Meh. Eh, and a splash more. This is why, like, I'm going to get to the end of the show. I'm going to listen to the show tonight, and I'm going to get to the end of it, and I'm going to be like, why the fuck was I saying such ridiculous shit? Oh, right. <laughs> Paul was fee- feeding me fucking gallons of vodka. When, when you go back and listen sometimes, do you hear yourself at the end being, like, completely different sounding than the beginning? <laughs> not um, not recently. Not recently, no, but, yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Those are the best. You just go on tangents, and I'm just like, you feel better? And yeah. You're like, you're like no. <laughs> like no, actually, I feel worse. You're like, um, I'm actually more angry now than ever. I feel worse. I'm more. I'm very angry. Um, I like that payout. Twenty five bucks for seven grand. Take it. Let me what see. What the fuck are you betting? It's like a ten like parlay. It's Dude, mad yeah. like low shit. It's all like Debo Samuel's gonna get fifty four fucking yards. You know what I'm saying? Can, like, Sean, let me know if you can hear the. Uh, so I want to talk about. Let, I want to. I want to get into the Bill Belichick thing first, because well, this has been a big point. Yeah. Of of mine that I've been making for the last two weeks now, ever since we found out that Belichick was not going to be the Falcons head coach and Vrabel didn't get hired and all these vacancies got filled by guys that were like, wait a minute, hold up. Well, like you got Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick available and you're going with Dan Smith or uh, Dan Quinn. Like, really? Hold up. Hold up. I don't like the Vrabel story. That story was upsetting me. I, would, well, I don't know what the variable story was, but we'll get to it in this one okay. second. So my theory was this, and and I said this, and and I said this on 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 the show. I think I alluded, to, I said it on the show briefly last week or two weeks ago, and I've been saying it on Facebook, and I've been going in all these different threads and everything else, and people are like, oh gee, I told you, Belichick, nobody wants to listen to the old man anymore. He's out of touch. These players don't want to listen to him. Fucking bullshit. That is such an ignorant. Dumb fuck take if I've ever heard one. Anybody who is playing in the league right now that's like, fuck Bill Belichick. I'm fucking 22. I don't want to listen to that asshole. He's only got eight rings. Fuck him. <laughs> that kid doesn't need to be in the league. Like, period. Like, like you're just, you're, you're done, bro. Like, we're done with you. We don't care. Okay, cool. You're not one of us. You're not, you're not a Belichick guy. That's fine. That is going to be one of the most idiotic reoccurring takes that I've seen on Twitter, Facebook, you know, through my social media feeds, hearing people say it on radio, calling in, you know, oh, Belichick's out of touch. These young players don't want to play for him anymore. That's why these teams didn't hire him. I'm like, wait, hold up. Since when the fuck did nobody want to play for Bill Belichick? Because as of like two years ago, everybody was like, 
you know, Matthew Judon had no problem playing for Bill Belichick. Right. You know, Hunter Henry had no problem coming to play for, you know, uh, Bill Belichick. You know, Johnny Smith had no problem coming to play for Bill. Zeke, all these guys, like, none of these guys had any problem coming to New England and playing for Belichick. And no one except, who was the one guy that left? Uh, was it Chris Long? For which part? The player? That Yeah, the, the player that he left New England and was like, nobody had fun there. It was Chris Long, which it actually saw, when he went I, to the Eagles, right? yeah, yeah, I actually liked Chris Long a lot and was excited when we signed him. And when he left after winning a Super Bowl that year and kind of like bad mouthed it, I was I was really like just disappointed. I was like, like dude, dude, you. your dad was Howie fucking Long. Like he played for the Raiders. It's all about like being hard. Like when he was coming out in the draft, Howie Long said, "I hope my kid, my son Chris goes to play for the Patriots," and I would have fucking loved it. And I remember he got drafted by the Rams and everything happened there. But Chris Long still to this day is like, yeah, it wasn't for me. Like, I didn't like the attitude there. And that's like, fine. But I mean, he, nothing for nothing. Even Reggie Wayne said the same thing. No, no, no. Reggie Wayne said he couldn't pick up the offense. He's like, I was too old. He said, oh, he said too old, too I, much to learn. Too, too old, too much to learn. Oh, I thought he said it and, wasn't and, and, and it wasn't and, and it wasn't enough time. They brought him in, like, what, a week or two into training camp? Third week in, third week of the preseason. Third, third week of the preseason. He was like, yeah, I'm not picking this offense up in, in two weeks. seven days, dude. Right. Two weeks. Like, nah, I'm all set. Right. I mean, Chad Johnson, same thing. Never picked it up. You know, whatever. He was there a whole season, though. Yeah, even and he Super still Bowl. never picked it up. No. Did he even play in the Super Bowl? He did. He had uh, one ball, he had one, ca- one, one, one attempt, right? I know, and and and, uh, and he like went to the sideline and cried. Yeah. After that, and I was like, "Why are you crying? Get back in there!" <laughs> and yeah. I remember Teddy Bruschi just like ripping him a new asshole yes. midway through that season. I think yes. it was like right before what year or was that? 11, 11, 2011. Giants, 11. Right? 2011. Yeah. Yeah, the I think it was right before or after the the Tebow game in Denver. It was yeah. That and was the and game. Teddy Bruschi was like, and you know, Chad Johnson was like. Yo, this offense is like a video game, blah, 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 blah. and he was like in awe of it. And Teddy Bruschi was like, "Don't be in awe of it. Get in it, you fucking clown!" Like he was like pissed off at him because he was like he was sitting there just like marveling at how efficient the offense was, rather than going out and trying to be a part of it. Right. You know what I mean? And it pissed off Bruschi. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, that whole narrative that guys don't want to play for Belichick, I don't. That's a stupid. Is just gotta be. It's gotta be one of again. We talk about fan talk all the time. That's straight fan talk, dude. That's like guys being like, oh, yeah, he's old and out of touch, and guys don't want to play for him. Bull fucking shit, dude. And I said multiple times through my social media outlets uh, on this show, I said, why are we assuming that the that teams passed on Bill Belichick and not the other way around? It wasn't the other way around. Why are we assuming that it wasn't Bill Belichick that went to the Atlanta Falcons and was like, here's what I want to do, here's how I'm going to do it, laid out the plan, and Art LeBlanc was like, and Bill Belichick was like, you know what, never mind. I don't think this is the right fit for me. I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to go and do something else. And I have no, I I, I know for a fact Bill Belichick never considered the Chargers as an option. No, never. He never considered, uh, uh, who was the other? He never considered Tennessee. Or Washington. Or Washington. Those were never on the table for Bill Belichick. Right, they were right. never. I, I mean, think Carolina was a chance, though. No chance at Carolina. None. Not with the owner fucking firing drinks on people oh, and that's, shit. That's, like, that's he's thinking oh, yeah, a clown he a fucking friend. owner, dude. He's not. Belichick's not doing that. Bill is a guy that's like, I'm going to go where is where it's good for me, where it's best for me. Bill is doing what Brady did. The only difference is Bill has the luxury of sitting out a season and waiting for something to open up because 
Nobody's going to fire their head coach to bring in Bill Belichick. Somebody might. I'm looking at you, New York Jets. You should. You should. He would never go there. He oh, no. I think he would go there to coach Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, but I think he just hates the organization too much. Uh, he hates Woody Johnson. I don't he think, hates Woody Johnson. I, don't think he, I, I think you might be right. But he, I think he could make it. I think if, if, the, if the Jets were smart, they would throw everything in the kitchen sink at Bill Belichick and be like, please save our franchise. We know we fucked you once, but can you please save us? Now, who's that fat ESPN guy that says, now, why would he do this? You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, fuck. I got to find this guy's I name. I don't watch ESPN. Dude, I don't, I don't know. He's just a meme now. He's like, why? I, I, I'll send you the fucking video. Okay. You'll, you'll crack up. But I think Belichick is waiting for a team that's going to have an opening still. I think Kansas City, I think if that Reed smoke is true that he's retiring, Belichick could just slide into Casey for two, three years. And then Casey's like, holy shit. Like, we continue on with good coaching for prime uh, Patrick Mahomes years. And they just continue on. And Belichick definitely gets his record and just pisses everybody off. Yeah. What? Don, I just fucked up something. Oh. <laughs> thought you were making a point. You were like raising your hand. I was no. like, what? What do you got? I thought, like, you, I thought you saw like breaking news, like J- Jason Tatum out for the year or something. Like, no, no, I just deleted my entire parlay. <laughs> He's like gambled my parlay away, <laughs> ruined it. No, I just actually uh, deleted it. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's an option, and maybe, why, maybe why Bill's, he... maybe Bill's leaving that on the table. Because but... didn't Sims say that uh, Arthur Blank was ready to give him a five-year deal, supposedly? Which is crazy. He's 72 years old to get a five-year deal. But I thought they didn't hire him because they want somebody more long-term and they knew Bill wasn't going to be long-term. No, Sims was saying what he's heard is that Belichick was the one that declined the offer. Like, Belichick decided, not for me. I'm, I'm going to pass right now. So, let's play the Boomer Esiason audio. Yeah, please. From this from this past week, which, again, confirms my theory. Which And, and, and I was I harped on this, and I was hard on this. I said there is no fucking way that these teams didn't hire Bill Belichick because they didn't want Bill Belichick. <clears throat> Even Julian Edelman came out and said it. He's like... And Gronk. They're like, you get Bill Belichick, you get 40% better just based on his knowledge. Yes. Period. End of story. Like, you'll win 40% more games than you did last year just by putting Bill Belichick on the sideline. And That's not including what he can do with the talent and everything else. Everybody's sitting right. there going, oh, look at Bill Belichick, the GM. Then, man, shut the fuck up. We already went over that a couple weeks ago. Bill Belichick, the GM, was fucking phenomenal. You fucking morons. Everybody, it's like they, 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 they don't want to include Tom Brady in the Bill Belichick GM portion of things. Because they think he just got lucky by taking this one guy, which he may may or may not have gotten lucky by he taking the guy. Lucky. In a sense, yeah, he did yeah. get lucky. So does everybody who drafts a franchise quarterback, really. I yeah. mean, you know, outside of Peyton Manning and Dan Marino, like, who are the most surefire things? Andrew Luck. Not even. What? How many Super Bowls did he win? Well, I mean. You know, he didn't even get to one. But he was great At least Marino as a got player. to one. Right, but we, we know I got it. there's I got not it. that many surefire Correct. Guys, you, there, there is no such thing as a surefire guy. No. You know, I remember when, you know, sitting here having to listen to fucking... Uh, Matt Stafford. Uh, uh, Mel Kuyper tell me that, uh, you know, Matt Liner and Vince Young were the future of the NFL and Jay Cutler was a fucking bum. And <laughs> Jay Cutler's the only one that got to a fucking championship game and had a decent career out of the three of them. Yeah. So I don't want to fucking hear about it, about the GM Bill Belichick. Shut the fuck up. If you think Bill Belichick was bad as a GM, you haven't been paying attention for the last 20 years. Or the only thing you've been paying attention to is your fucking fantasy football team. So fuck out of here. But anyway, mm-hmm. what was I saying? Um, oh, the Boomer <laughs> Esiason audio. So yeah. I've been saying there's no way in fucking hell these teams didn't hire Bill 
because they didn't want Bill. Bill didn't want them. Bill was selective. Bill was probably telling these teams, nope, I'm not interested. Thank you, but no thank you. And then he went to Atlanta because he might have been interested. And when he when he got down there, he probably realized, mm, nah, you want something different than what I'm going to bring. And that's cool. You do you, but this ain't going to be a good fit for me. I'll wait till next year. Where, again, there's going to be five, six, seven, eight openings, nine openings next year. You know, whether it be Dallas, the Jets, Miami, you know, who knows? You never know. There, there's going to be an opening somewhere. He Kansas went, City. He went down there and said, first question he had was, you got a Chick-fil-A in this building and they're closed on Sundays. Why would you do this? And the owner was like, mm. And he was like, I'm out. He was <laughs> like, so you're open on Sundays primarily and this is, okay, never mind. Uh, tell me if we got the audio for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. If they can hear do. the audio for this because I can fix it because this is important. I want to I make sure that the listeners get to hear this. And I'm telling you, that's what he told Arthur Arthur Blank. And I was I was told yesterday, and I I do believe it from the source that I got it from. The source, the source that I got it from. You know that supposedly Arthur Blank was bought into Bill Belichick and could have offered him the job. Wow, and you telling me that Bill said no? I you know and I don't know why. Again, I don't know why guys say no or, but. I'm, I'm legitimately an NFL executive basically told me that that they believe that he Arthur Blank offered Bill the job. Wow. Now, there may have been some caveats to that offer. Yeah. You never know. You know, it's never like, okay, Bill, I want you. Here's a five-year contract. You do whatever you want. I don't think it was one of those. The way it was made sound to me, it was like, okay, I understand your concerns, but you're going to have to deal with some of this, and we want you to come in. We want you to be the coach. And then maybe he just thought better of it and just maybe said, you know what? I, I, I don't want to go right back in. I want, to, I want a year away. I want to see what happens because we all know there will be about five or six job openings next year. Every year. And there may be a better situation where an owner says, you know what? I want to go down this path with you, and I want you to take my building over, and I want you to run it the way that you ran it with the New England Patriots because, you know, the problem with, like, the Jets and the Giants, there's leaks all over the place. So there, there, there you have it. Like I, again, and I said this weeks ago when they, when the, when the Falcons first went after Raheem Morris, they hired Raheem Morris. I said, "There's no way they opted for Raheem Morris." Bill Belichick turned that job down. That makes sense now. Or my, I said it then. Or my thought was Belichick said, "I want two years," and they said, "Well, we want longer." Because my because my thought was like, oh, okay. it's too short term. They did, and 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 Boomer did say that there could have been caveats to that deal, like different things, length of the length of the contract, yeah, you know, how much autonomy, full autonomy, you know, you're gonna be the GM, you're not gonna be the GM, that that kind of thing. But again, I don't think the owners, I don't think the owners are dumb enough to buy into the Bill Belichick's a bad GM thing. I think that's again fan talk, mm-hmm. and that's just something that we say, like, and you know, we sit there and we criticize him because, oh, you know, Nikhil Harry sucked. Uh, Chad Jackson sucked. Uh, you know, uh, 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 what was the defensive tackle they took out of uh, Florida with the fucking bum knees? Uh, Dominic Easley. Dominic Easley. He sucked. Like, bust, bust, bust. And it's like, yeah, but he also gave you Tom Brady, Julian, I mean, Rob Gronkowski, like, you know, the McCordys. Right. You know, what else? You you know, there, you know, there's plenty of guys out there that, you know, he gave you right. over the years that were pretty integral High in winning Tower, Super Bowls. Um, and then, uh, you know, so it it comes down to that, and again, like, you know, people get people get all sorts of like butt hurt about the Belichick shit, 
and 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 it's like they they act like Bill doesn't fucking know what's going on at all times. Like they try to like act like it. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. Because for years and years and years, it was, in Bill we trust, in Bill we trust, in Bill we trust. And then it got to the end of Brady's career, and it was, Bill's a bum, Brady's the man, it was all Brady, fuck you, Bill. And it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. Short-term memory loss. We, we, we know that's not Long-term the case. Long-term memory loss. You know, I get into this argument all the time, and, and, and a couple of my buddies uh, I, I, I beef with frequently about the, uh, the Malcolm Butler benching in the Super Bowl, right? And Oh, big news this week about that. Which was Malcolm Butler admitted I skipped I skipped uh, meetings I I went out drinking he, he said I wasn't, I, I I wasn't, wasn't locked in. in I wasn't locked in he had, he didn't know the game plan he didn't and if you go back and you look at Malcolm Butler's statistics throughout that postseason he was targeted fourteen times gave up twelve catches and four touchdowns in the playoffs that year Jesus he was getting the break speed off yeah. of him and then the Super Bowl, he but all that. people will look at they'll but they'll pull up the PFF the you know the Pro Football Focus thing and they'll be like ah well. I, Actually, his DVOA was this, and he was uh, 98.9% of the snaps. Actually. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, did you not know? Like, did you not go back and look? He was getting roasted in the postseason. Like, Blake Bortles was torching him. And didn't, and flat out, even to this day, Belichick has not said a bad word about that guy. And Malcolm Butler himself was like, it was me. I was going out partying. I wasn't showing up to meetings on time. And I didn't. I didn't know the game plan. He goes. I, he goes. I was just going to go out there and wing it. Targeted fourteen times, twelve receptions, <laughs> there, what, and four Deion touchdowns. Sanders? He thought he was. And and two AFC playoff games. That's crazy. And Belichick was like, "I'd rather have you not play than wing it." No and he shit. Was, because he was, he was a fucking liability. Right. Yeah. No but the shit. problem with him, again, and the problem with Malcolm Butler, and this is what the fans do. Now everybody here is Malcolm Butler. They think Seattle. 2014. That's right, it. Right, right. Oh, he saved us the game. He saved. He saved the Super Bowl for us. He he got the interception. He well, did he it. He did. And he did. Why is he not playing? But one they only game. remember that. Yeah, one they play. don't. They don't remember the the, the 12 receptions he gave up and right. four touchdowns in two games leading up to that Super Bowl against the Eagles, and then had to sit there and be like, "Well, why did he get benched? I don't get it. I don't understand." And then Malcolm Butler did come out this week and say, "Yes, I I did. I did know that. I did hear that." Uh, and say, you know, I wasn't locked in. I wasn't ready to play. And that's why I got benched. Like, I was missing meetings. I was out partying. I was doing shit. He's, he wasn't mentally there. I, I, and it I'm, shows in his postseason performance. I'm going to jump in on a quick comment from the chat from Thab. Thab says he probably would have helped the Pats win the Super Bowl that year by winging it. I'm going to completely disagree as a Patriots fan. How? Because he would have given up. Because what, Nick Foles, what, was Nick Foles going to have to throw for 600 yards instead? I, the Patriots, if you go back and watch that game, which I unfortunately have watched many times, the Patriots got beat every single way on that defense. They got ran on. They got thrown on. They got play actions. They had trick plays. They couldn't stop a th- Thing. And you they had, were a good defense during the regular had, season. Yeah, you had Alshon, Jeffrey, and uh, what's his face? Um, fucking the jackass uh, um, that I had. Nelson Aguilar fucking high-fiving between routes and shit. Like, yeah, bitch, and going Tap, up. From, literally tapping, tapping each other up each on other crossing up routes. And taking fucking, you know, shit to like 15, 20-odd receptions. And then what's his name? Your boy there got killed. The receiver, um, Cooks. Oh, Cooks got powerbombed. Got knocked the fuck out. Picked, oh, that's they right. They powerbombed him on the ground. I forgot, that was mad early, wasn't first it? Quarter. First quarter. KO'd him. Oh, we got fucking lit. He was out the rest of the game. He yep. KO'd him. Remember us going, ooh. That was but Malcolm Butler, <laughs> Malcolm Butler was a total fucking liability that postseason. I don't, I don't. Like, people any, forget that. Like, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, ooh, because who did they play? They played, who did they play in the division round? They had the Jags in the AFC Championship, right? Was that the year? 
Yes, th- it was. Th- that was the right year, right? It was the Jags in the AC Championship. And the divisional round was, was it Houston? Maybe. Was it Brock Osweiler and the Texans? Did we go that year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we were there for that one, but. Weren't we there? (laughs) I forget if that was the year. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Oh, shit. Titans, divisional round, 35-14. Oh, it was the Titans? And then AFC Championship game, we barely squeaked by the Jacksonville Jaguars, 24-20. Oof. Imagine if that happened. Wow. Yeah, it's the Miles Jack thing. Blake Bortles takes right. down Brady yeah. in his own house. <laughs> Break a bar. That would have been the biggest, biggest fucking stain Dude, do you remember the fucking, fucking you remember ever. the fucking championship weekend, like, NFL preview? It was, like, the four best quarterbacks coming together. It showed Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, Tom Brady, and who was the other dude? Uh, uh, Al- yeah, no. Corey Davis beat the brakes off of Malcolm Butler for both of those touchdowns. I yeah, yeah, that, there you go. Um, Joey, help me. What? The, the NFL Sorry. preview for going into that championship weekend was the NFL powerhouses of Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, Tom Brady, and I forget the fourth quarterback. It was also a- dog a- shit. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I'm um, not Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. Uh, no, King Case. Case Keenum. Case yes. Keenum. Yeah. What powerhouses then? Wow. <laughs> Brady was like just looking side to side like, is this fucking serious? Like, if, you had, if, you had, if you had told me at any given point, like I you know. were like, the final four quarterbacks left are going to be Blake Bortles, Case Keenum, Nick Foles, and Tom Brady. Be like, oh, fuck off. The Patriots win again. God damn it. Yeah, don't need to see this season. Yeah, and how do you lose that? I don't know. That's not. Uh, well, you don't lose it by uh, – you You definitely lose it by putting Malcolm Butler in, but you gave yourself a chance. I mean, unless until Brandon Gra- – it was a Brandon Graham that came in and stripped Brady at the end? Brandon Graham stripped Brady Yeah, with Dab, I can't understand under any circumstance when it's ever been good that you're unprepared. You know what I'm well, it hasn't, like, and that's the thing, but for years I've had to sit here and defend Bill Belichick against de- benching Malcolm Butler because you have these Patriot fans that just they just they think like, oh, if they hadn't benched Malcolm Butler, they'd have won that game because you know, Nick Foles caught something. Like, yeah. no, dude, Malcolm Butler was garbage at that point. Absolute dog shit. He was trying to be like, yeah, but he played all year. He was on the, one of the best defenses all year. He started all year. I'm like, yeah, but did you look at him in the postseason? He was getting cooked left and right, dude. Again, 14, they targeted him 14 times, 12 completions, four for touchdowns. That's crazy. That's That's horrible. That percentage for touchdown to reception, that's insane. It's fucking insane. That's just a god. That makes Eli Apple in the Super Bowl look like fucking champ. (laughs) I mean, and not for nothing, but Eli Apple was getting beat by good receivers, not Corey Davis. Right, right, right. No disrespect to Corey Davis. Right, but still. That's a lot of disrespect to Corey Davis. He was getting torched by, like, Cooper Cup and fucking OBJ for a minute. For, like, half half a game, but, yeah. And and you know whatever and Eli Apple we all know he's a gambler right he's a gambler man he yeah, he's, yeah he doesn't give a shit he's he, got he got paid many yeah. times so I don't know this whole like the fact that I'm sitting here having again having to defend Bill Belichick against New England to uh, me Joey Fats Joseph is defending Bill Belichick against an onslaught of idiot New England fans I listen defending my defending against idiot New England fans is nothing new to me. That's fu- that's like kind of par for the course because most New England fans are completely fucking clueless. Oh, I think you'll see a bunch of. Joey's people- like, I hate you so much. I have to protect you from your fucking self. Dude, I, I, I don't. I don't think Joey. Joey's gonna use this. Joey's gonna use the next few years as ammunition against Patriots fans because you're gonna see a plethora of people just never talk about the Patriots again because they're going to be so fucking bad. That no one's going to talk about them. And you know why they're going to be so fucking bad, Sean? Because, again, and part of this, the whole... Okay, so part one of this conversation was I was dead-ass right about Bill Belichick not taking these jobs 
not those jobs not hiring, not those places not hiring Bill Belichick, okay? I was the first one to tell you that. I was the first one to say that. I don't care who you think you heard it from, what you think you heard. I told you Bill Belichick turned, the, turned down the Atlanta Falcons. I, there's, because there's, there is no way in hell the Atlanta Falcons decided, you know what, Bill? We know you've had tremendous success. I'm a pass. It's water but you know who, you know, I really feel that Raheem Morris is the answer. And that's no disrespect to Raheem Morris. I a think Raheem Morris has learned a lot Morris. since his first stint in Tampa as a head coach. He's gone back, you know, cut his but teeth as, as a coordinator. But you're, you're not taking him you're over Bill Belichick, dude. No, I'm sorry. It's, that's, that's lunacy. You're not taking anybody over Bill Belichick. That's just craziness. Bill Belichick turned you down. Yeah. And now maybe the teams are throwing better. Maybe those, maybe those franchises are floating it out there because they don't want to feel like they got snubbed. And they're like, you're not, you're not telling us. You can't. Well, we were never going to hire you anyway. Like, uh, okay, bro. We all know you were. Dude, like, I down. sneaky hope. All right, say if Kansas City, that's Kansas City. My theory doesn't work out with Kansas City. And Bill just takes a year off. I hope he writes a book in this year and releases it. Because the stories he would write in that book would be like all-time shit of like behind-the-scenes stuff. I would fucking read that thing open to Bro, open you would close. literally, it'd be like Houdini telling you all the secrets. Yes. Remember that show from the 90s, the, the magician that was just revealing all the secrets? All oh, the magicians yeah, would kill him? Yeah, the mask, the, the guy who wore the mask all yeah, the time. Yeah, he was like, doing yeah. all the tricks, and all the magicians are like, dude, fuck you. Kill like, yourself. Come on, man. Like, stop doing that. It'd be like, it, 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 it would just... It would blow fucking people's minds because Belichick is the smartest guy in the league. There's no question about it. Oh, there's no his his memory, his the history, the things he's forgotten. Yes, could fill a thousand people's heads with things that he they still wouldn't know what he does. Yes, Gronk this week, along with Edelman in that fucking podcast, where I keep talking up the storm about Gronk says I didn't like playing for New England at the end. Basically because he was lazy and he didn't want to work out anymore. He's like, he's like that was the truth. Like, I didn't want to game plan anymore. He goes, I was tired of getting beat up in practice, and I was tired of getting beat up on the field. I Can didn't you want to pass me the soda water? But Gronk said, he goes, how, any, how anybody Thank would you. play for anyone other than Bill Belichick, he said, doesn't make any sense to me. He goes, Bill Belichick automatically makes your team 10 times better. Uh, and, and Just and I think, his knowledge. And I, think, and I think 10 is even on the light side of things. Like, again... You know my fucking you know you know yes, how yes, loathsome yes. the Patriots are to me. You know how loathsome this franchise has been to me for the last twenty years. Oh, don't worry, I'm I'm joining you soon. Since I was a fucking junior in high school, okay? It was like <laughs> as if two thousand one couldn't get any fucking worse. It's like, okay, Dale Earnhardt dies the second month of uh, of two thousand and one. Fast forward seven months, nine eleven. Fast forward five months, the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Like, what the fuck did I do to deserve that year? Oh, you got it all out of the way early, I guess. I mean, like... Toby Keith dies today. Yeah, that's crazy. My, cancer. my favorite meme was like, oh, Toby Keith celebrated Black History Month by dying. <laughs> wow. I, I, I saw that Jesus. on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter earlier, and I was like, oh, man. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Dude, what about Fox News today from our, like Boston Fox News? They were like, Toby Keith passed away. His bar was horrible in Foxborough. All really? in one headline. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> They're just like have just it. tap dancing on his fucking <laughs> corpse, dude. All guy. the comments were like, I mean, listen, I'm not, redneck a, hick. I'm not, a, he was the Red Solo Cup guy, right? Was Probably. he? Probably. I, I don't even remember. I, I, I don't know. my horses. Like, wasn't he like my tractor sexy and I, I Red Solo Cup? 
I fill you up. That song sucked. I don't. I don't know who sings it. I think that was Toby Keith. It probably was. I, I don't. I was. honestly don't know. He's looking it up. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I couldn't name a Toby uh, unless. Uh, I yep, think it is Red Solo. What, what about my tractor? Sexy was that him too? She thinks my tractor sexy. Just Google song the lyrics. Sucks too. I'm just gonna look up tractors. <laughs> yeah, like Paul's gonna learn to Google now. He, he's gonna. He's gonna get Drake images. <laughs> Drake dick. That's Kenny Chesney. Kenny, all right, whatever. Kenny, Toby Keith. Oh, Kenny the Chesney. other New England guy I can't same, stand. Same, same shit. Anyway, um, what was I saying? About defending Patriots Nation. From yes, right. Patriots defending Nation. the defending the Patriot defending Bill Belichick from the Patriots fans. And the second part of this conversation that I wanted to get into is again, okay, I was dead ass right on the Belichick thing because I always am because I'm ahead of the curve. Hmm. The second part of this. <laughs> The news coming out of Foxborough this week that basically saying Jonathan Kraft has been 100% in charge of every hire and Bob Kraft is no longer doing anything. It's Jonathan Kraft related. and Elliot Wolf. And Elliot Wolf is just literally, Elliot Wolf is the son of former uh, executive of the. Dick Wolf? No, executive for the Super Show? No, Green, uh, the Green Bay Packers, Ron, is it Ron, Ron Wolf? Wolf. Ron Wolf, it's his son. And he's basically collecting all of the coaching staff from the 2012 Packers is joining the Patriots right now besides Gerard Mayo. Everybody. Alex Van Pelt, fucking Ben McAdoo, fucking Jerry Springer. We're stealing them all. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't. Pseudo Green Bay team down here. I don't know. The whole coaching staff we've assembled, besides Mayo, who I want to give a break to, I just don't like. It just, it just all cast-offs. Like, Ben McAdoo was laughed out of New York after one season. They're like, this guy is mentally challenged. Patriots are like, bring him in? <laughs> What's the worst he could do? Squirt the, yeah, yeah, light the fire, you know? But that, like, it just infuriates me so bad that this is what I have to deal with now. And I was just like, no, you keep Belichick here for two more seasons. He'll write the ship. He'll fix everything. And the reports came out that this offseason, Belichick wanted to trade Mac. He said Mac was not his type of quarterback. It wasn't working for him. He wasn't a locker room leader like he needed him to be. And the rumor was he wanted to trade up in the draft for, for Levis or he wanted to sign Baker Mayfield. And who said no? The Crafts. Jonathan. Yes, the, the Crafts. Jonathan. And then who went out and signed Alex Van Pelt and Ben McAdoo? Jonathan. But it just seems just yes men. He's just hiring yes men. Yep. And this is why there are dark, dark days coming for this New England franchise. Isn't it crazy how fast, like, bad front office, like, good front office can turn to bad? I was worried about this day for, like, 10 years. Paul, what do I always say? Fucking What, what do we always say, right? Whenever we, whenever we talk about, you know, there was that there was that, that run from, from 95 through 2000 and whatever, 19. Right, where five teams from the AFC represented the represented the AFC right. in the Baltimore, Super Bowl all Pittsburgh, but twice. Where you had the Raiders and the Titans in '99 and two and and 2002. Other than that, it was Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England, Indian. Indianapolis. So, and what did we always say? Those things had in common: good. great ownership, great head coach, great quarterback, stability at ownership, stability at the head coaching position. And stability at quarterback. Right. Those were the three. Those are the big three. Those are always the three most common threads. Right. What happened when the Broncos lost Pat uh, Pat Pat Bowlin? Shit went downhill. Joe Ellis fucked us. 
We had some scrub fucking guy that Pat Bowen thought he trusted to run the franchise. John Elway says, you know what I think we should do? We should hire Kyle Shanahan and draft Josh Allen. And you know what Joe Ellis said? No. No. <laughs> no. Here's, uh, here's, here's Vance Joseph and Paxton Lynch get fucked. <laughs> just thinking about the two differences is just like, right, like that's makes you want to puke. It, it does. It, as a Broncos fan, it makes me want to explode. Like, whenever I see Joe Ellis's name or see his face, it makes my skin crawl, and it makes me just, like, I get so, like, physically sick with anger. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, you can go first, because I, I was just going to say real quick, it, you like, you're, you're literally one guy away from fucking the whole franchise Yes, up. you are. Literally, just one guy. And just a few weeks ago, three, four weeks ago now, when Belichick all of a sudden was announced, almost on this show the same night, hey... Mike Vrabel was released from the Titans, and all of a sudden, Bill Belichick will definitely not be back. And I was like, "Oh, it's Mike Vrabel. I'm so I'm happy." Right. We he thought we, we thought that was the only. We were like, "That's the only answer right. to letting Me- Belichick go." It's the only Vrabel. answer was to bring in Vrabel and say, "This is our new guy," because he's the only guy that could have followed the guy yes. and not been yes. the guy that followed the guy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And even to right now. Mike Vrabel is still interested in joining the Patriots, and yet fucking Ben McAdoo, why not? I mean, that's a great idea. <laughs> hey, I hear but, Rod Marinelli still available. Oh, shit. But I'm glad uh, I, I brought, up, brought that up really quick because two days ago, Diana Rossini talked about uh, with another with an anonymous NFL GM. I mean, you guys got Alex Van Pelt on your coaching staff, bro. You guys are totally— ass. You're winning the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? What? You mean Doughboy, who was fat even when he was a quarterback Alex with the Buffalo Van- Bills? Uh, yeah, drafted by the Broncos, mind you. Yeah, no, he, he played with the Bills most of the time. I know. He, he was a short um, guy. But though. this is Diana Rossini talking to a current GM who had an opening for uh, a coaching position of why Mike Vrabel doesn't have a position right now. Quote, unquote, I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for them because of this. The GM told me verbatim he's a very large human being. And he can be very intimidating to people in the organization and to players. And that has to be a part of these decisions going forward. That's a factor. Because of how big and intimidating he was, it would intimidate the people in the organization and his own players. And if they said, we got to pass on this and man. If that, you know what? And if that's your criteria for hiring a coach, you deserve all the shitty things that are coming this your way. This is why I wanted Vrabel. Yeah, I wanted him because fuck. he's big and angry. That is, and listen, that's a Vrabel, that is Vrabel, Vrabel right looks there. like he could still like throw a helmet on and go out there and fucking catch he, you a touchdown. He right. did when, when he was doing the um the uh the fucking Houston Texans thing when he was the defensive coordinator. What is it? They do every the preseason the drills, Oklahoma drills. No, the HBO show. What's that called? Oh, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. He did Hard Knocks, and he was going at it with his own linemen and calling them fucking Powerpuff Girls and Marshmallow yeah. Men. He was still beating the shit out of those dudes. Yeah. You want a guy like Dan Campbell, not fucking Zach Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, Dan, you want... <laughs> Dan Campbell, he wasn't. He, he's not like Dan Campbell. Mike Vrabel's well, very Zach much. Zach Taylor's. I mean, he's pretty fucking good. I mean, yeah, but he's like a little. I like. Sweet I guy. like. Yeah, but I like yeah, Zach Taylor. I, I mean, if you wanted to say like, uh, like Mike McDaniel. No, Mike McDaniel's got the locker room though. Motherfuckers love playing for him. Okay, but again, and we're gonna see this, and and that brings me to a, a quick one. You know it. A you quick, know a quick one off. That's not good. You only have the locker room so long as you're winning. He's a pussy. And when, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. And we're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna find this out with the Raiders, and AP. 
It's and not going to work. I already said it. I'm, listen, AP, he's got the locker room. He's got the players yeah, here. Yeah, AP, We're going to find out if he's a, if he can coach or not. Is he cut from that club? Is, can he coach? Because there's a difference. Any 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 ex-player can go out there and win over the players because they know what to do. They know what to Jeff say. Jeff Saturday. They've been there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we won a game, you know. <laughs> I mean, so. Who'd you beat? The Raiders. <laughs> who's, the co- who's the coach? Well, back then. It was McDaniel's. No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't Josh. It, it was Josh. Was it Josh? It was Josh. Hundred percent. The time that we beat. Oh him yeah, the Josh one. was there for two years. Yeah. That, right. It was Josh's first year. Oh, all right. Because I, I, yeah, I said yeah, 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 because yeah. I I had told what's his name on this show a direct when he called in and I was like you're losing this week. You're right. It was. And I was Josh like because you know why I'm like there's no tape on Jeff Saturday being a head coach. McDaniel doesn't know what to do and he's not going to plan well for it. Right. And they got fucking smoked. That's just his mo. I don't think they got smoked, but they lost. But yeah, you're right. They did. They, it was a surprising. We, we pulled beat. it out. Yeah. But nonetheless, we <laughs> but we'll find out. But like Vrabel, I mean, he looks like he could go out, suit up, suit up and play right now. Why, why can't I have him as an assistant head coach or some shit like he, that? He will find, he will latch on somewhere over the next six to eight weeks, I ten would weeks. Sign, I would sign Vrabel as a GM with no experience right now just to have some semblance of, of like normalcy in my organization. I'll take him as GM with but no you experience. Want, you want, in my opinion... Vrabel is the kind of guy that can go out and lead a team, but he can also coach. Yes. He gets the player's ear, he gets their attention, and he gets them to play well. Now, for all of Vrabel's shortcomings in Tennessee in terms of wins, losses, and, you know, overall success, you know, no disrespect to, you know, Ryan Tannehill or any of those guys, but, like, he never really had a top-flight quarterback. You know, they, he, it wasn't his decision to trade A.J. Brown. You know, there's a reason why his GM got fired for that, you know, like weeks after they traded him. And, you know, he came back into Tennessee and beat the brakes off and they're like, you fired. Uh, they didn't really do a lot to put a lot of talent around on that team for Mike Vrabel. No. Vrabel is a guy. They took his best players away. Vrabel is a guy that is going to. I think Vrabel is, is destined to become a great head coach in this league. I I would bet. I don't money know on where, but it's going to happen. He would, good, he would do good with the Jets. I think he would improve that Jets See, team. I don't think anybody's going to do good with the Jets because the, the Jets – Because it's, it's ownership. I want to see Vrabel go somewhere with good ownership. Like, you know why – You know why uh, Pittsburgh uh, uh, our, our, our Harbaugh is going uh, is gonna to suck in San Diego or in L.A.? Because the, because the Spanos suck. Yeah. The, like, I don't care that they got – Like, dude, like, look, you're not telling me right now Justin Herbert's better than Phillip Rivers. And uh, Justin you Herbert might be available. You couldn't win with – Philip Rivers and Marty Schottenheimer, and, and you mean to tell me you you think that all of a sudden Justin Herbert is gonna you know and Jim Harbaugh are gonna win? Like Jim Harbaugh's never won anything outside of a national championship. He's never won shit in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Oh, he went to a Super Bowl. Big fucking deal. Plenty of guys get to a Super Bowl. You can luck into a Super Bowl because Alex Smith goes down halfway through the year and you just happen to throw Colin Kaepernick in and he's the biggest curveball in the history of the league and nobody knows how to defend him. And then all of a sudden, 18, 19 games later, everybody's like, oh, okay, we've got this guy figured out. Yeah, Fuck he you. Sucks, no and mind. then he's out of the league. <laughs> and then he's busy, you know, getting benched for Blaine Gabbert and starting the social justice movement instead right, because he can't play relevant. football anymore. Right, right, right. Uh, so there's that. But Vrabel's, Vrabel is not that guy. Vrabel is going to go on to be a good coach, but Vrabel's going to go to a good situation. And I think that's where Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel are at. They're tight, I think, and they're talking to each other. And Vrabel and Belichick are sitting there saying, like, listen, wait for the right opportunity to come up. 
I think Belichick turned down Atlanta, not the other way around. I don't think Belichick even gave Carolina, Washington, San Diego, Seattle. I don't even think he gave them the time of day. Yeah, I don't believe so either. I, I think he just said, nope. I'm going to, you know what? I can afford to take a year off because, you know, unlike Brady, I'm not going to lose a year of my prime by sitting on the sidelines. No. You, you know, yeah. it's not it's not the same way. With As a coach, I can come back next year and still be Bill Belichick. In fact, I might even be a better Bill Belichick because who knows the knowledge I'm going to gain over the next 365 days. I'm taking the off, yeah. You know, so there's that. I mean, I, I just don't believe for one minute that that's the case, and I believe Rabel is going to become a great head coach in this league at some point. Uh, yeah, I should have been with New England like four weeks ago. Yeah, I, I feel bad for Gerard Mayo because, man, you, again, you don't want – no one ever wants to be the guy to follow the guy. He's in a bad situation already. It's already it, – you got no quarterback. You got no roster. You got new ownership. And that's got, un, that's unproven. But he's been yeah. But he's been given that pass this year. He he's got a oh he's going to get the pass this year. Paul, no. I'll tell you right now. He is, How yes, do this, you this, think oh, year? No, this he's year absolutely has this year a he's pass. got a complete pass. Oh, I think I think you first get the first think, first year he can do whatever the fuck he can go, he can go zero and eighteen they, they and, and they'll be fine. To. They have to oh, give him a I, pass. I guarantee. I guarantee. I know this fan base. This fan base will already start calling for his head. Yeah, but it won't matter. Because no, Jonathan that's Kraft's running the show now. You're, you're right on that part, yeah. But I think I don't think the fans will give him a complete pass if we're come out and we're ass or just as ass, if not worse. Oh, oh, believe they'll, me, they'll, they'll burn him at the. Sean, what have we been saying all season when all these people were sitting here saying fire Belichick, fire Belichick, and we said, be careful you what you ask for. for. Well, guess what, New England fans, be ready to reap the fucking whirlwind because this is gonna suck way more than you even have oh. any fucking idea <laughs> how bad. Like this is gonna get so ugly. That you're going to think Taylor Swift is a 10. She might. Who's in that? no who's universe it? is Taylor Swift a 10, by the way. No, who's so, who fucked She's what? a broomstick with a wig. Dude, no, dude, what rapper said that on like the show? He was like, you might. He's going to ma- Oh, Kodak Black. Maybe. Maybe. Listen, I said it a thousand times. If I'm driving down a cushioned <laughs> Ave and Taylor Swift is on the sidewalk and she's walking down the sidewalk... <laughs> I, I, I'm not even grazing my brake pedal. I'm not even thinking about, like, I'm not even doing the SpongeBob, the big toe that oh. comes out and just, like, pokes the pedal. Like, not even not even close. I thought you were talking about murder. I think you were talking about just hitting it with a no, car. No, 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 no. I get what he means now. No, nope. just based off looks alone. Based off like, looks alone, dude. Like, like, if I went to the bar right now and Taylor Swift was there, I wouldn't even give her, t- I wouldn't even look at her twice. Tall as shit. Not even twice. Seriously. Is she tall? I think she's like 5'11", isn't she? 5'11", sent from heaven? She ain't no thick fit with wrists, I'll tell you not. right now. <laughs> uh, all right, let's open up the phone lines, boys, shall we? Do we have anything? Do, do we miss anything? Do we want to get anything else? Oh, we covered mad shit. All, both sides of the Super Bowl, the Belichick the, Theo's drama. back, which does absolutely nothing for oh, me. Oh, and Jonathan Kraft, right. Theo, yeah. Oh, yeah, Theo's back for the Red Sox. Uh, Ooh, cool. Who cares? Yep. Yeah, we're going to recapture the glory 20 years so later. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so funny too, like watching people like all my buddies that have like Red Sox season tickets and shit, and they're like, "Hey guys, we got tickets for sale, uh, much cheaper than last year. <laughs> Please buy them." And everybody's like, Ugh. "Not gonna happen." Go fuck uh, yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." <laughs> like I, w- I refuse to, re- I still refuse to support the Red Sox until John Henry dies or sells the team. <laughs> Me too. Uh, all right, let's open up the phone line. 774-992-8702 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, get your thoughts in. We've got about, uh, where are we at here? 5, 10, 15 minutes left, whatever. Um, 
We'll open it up for a, uh, yeah, a little free form, whatever you want to talk about. If we've touched on it, you can touch on it. We've done Celtics-Lakers, Celtics-Knicks. I mean, I'm sorry, Lakers-Knicks. Uh, we've done the Super Bowl. We've done the MVPs, our game picks, our MVP picks. We all did our final scores, right? Paul thinks it's going to be a blowout. What are you thinking? Like, what's your final score? Because I'm going, final, I'm going 37-24. I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking like a like a 34-17. 34-17. The Chiefs. No, Niners. 34-17 Niners. You you a flip flopping bastard. No, I'm not. <laughs> I always said the Niners were going to win. No, you didn't. No, no he he said he he said he thought the Chiefs were going to win last week because he was dejected yeah. because they got to the Super Bowl again. But now he's come to his senses. He saw. Well, the no, facts. I'm just saying I believe the Chiefs are going to win because the universe listen- hates me. But I would like the Niners to fucking win because I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> I know it, that makes any sense. It does. It, it's funny. I was explaining to my wife the other day about how much I hate the Chiefs, and she only knew I hated the Patriots. Like she didn't know like that the Chiefs were like one A, my most hated team in sports. Like the, the Chiefs are above the Yankees. In terms of teams that I hate. And she was like, really? She's like, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I've hated the Chiefs like long before. Like even before I really truly loathed the Patriots. I loathed the Chiefs. You know, going back to the days of like, you know, like uh, uh, Stoyano, uh, not Stoyanovich. Um, what was the fucking kicker's name? Pete. Uh, was it Pete Stoyanovich? Yeah, Pete Stoyanovich. Was it? Back in like 97. His first name was Pete. I think it was Pete Soyanovich. Oh, I gotta um, Google this. Well, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, just Google Gus, uh, Kansas City Chiefs kicker, nineteen ninety seven. Continue though. Uh, I hated him, but you know who really, 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 truly—it is Pete <laughs> Pete Soyanovich, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who really and like that was like the Mighty Mouse team and like Derek Thomas and like you know the original DT and he was great, but like you know who really fucking made me hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Do you know this? I, I know I've told you before. Trent I, Green. No. Same team, though. Priest Holmes? Nope. Not Priest oh, Holmes. I almost said that. I actually kind of love Priest Holmes' Tony little Gonzalez. fucking... The fucking linebacker Tony there. Gonzalez. Oh, no. Um, pretty boy linebacker. Yep. I want It's not Clark. I can't think of his name. He was actually decent in Madden if you played Madden. He was, de- he was a decent player. He was a decent player. Who the fuck? I can't think of his name. He was the middle linebacker. Then he switched to outside linebacker later in his career. Oh my god, he's like he's like uh, he's not Asian. He's allergic to grass. <laughs> the fuck. Fuck. What was his name? Tell me his name. Donnie Edwards. Donnie Edwards. You're 100 percent right. I Donnie knew exactly. fucking I Edwards. I knew his face. Donnie Edwards <laughs> is the fucking reason why I hate the Kansas City Chiefs as much as I do. Looks <laughs> like a fucking loser. Uh, is that the picture? Yeah. Yeah. He, well, it's him on the Chargers. Because yeah, he wore he always wore long sleeves. And they did this big thing on him, and he was like, I'm allergic to grass, so I have to wear long sleeves, and ha, 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 because otherwise I break out in hives, and ha, 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 And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. What? Like, he's 100% American? No. His I never... last name is Edwards, dude. He's... I know, but I thought he was, like, fucking, like, Polynesian or some shit like that. I believe you're thinking of Junior Seau. No, no, I know Junior Seau. <laughs> I'm saying this dude did not look like a white dude. No, nah, he just looked like a gym bro. Like you just you know, nah, something's up. It's like a, he's like he was like he's probably like Irish Italian or something. Just you know went tanning all the time. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm looking at his Wikipedia. Please continue. Yeah. I've got to find. But anyway, this out. so I was telling my wife that, and I'm like, I hate like I hate the Kansas City Chiefs so fucking much. 
I was like, and it, and I was, and she's like, really, you do? And I was like, oh yeah. And I was explaining to her why I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. And then you know, Priest Holmes, I didn't, I you know, I I didn't love, but I really hated him when then Larry Johnson came in and they had Dick Vermeil and like you know all this shit and like there was just all these factors that played into it and they made the Chiefs my most hated division rival, subsequently my second most hated team, and I fucking loathe them. Loathe them. Like, I've hated them ever since. Like, they just, they piss me off. The McDonald's I, colors does it the, the colors are trash. The fucking stadium is trash. Like, I just, I fucking hate everything about that fucking team. Yeah. I loved the fact for the longest time that they'd never, like, before Mahomes got here, they'd never won the trophy name for their owner, their founder. Yeah. You know, the Lamar Hunt ha! trophy. I was right. He's partially Native American. Who? Okay, that's not Polynesian. Who is? Oh, fuck um, you. Polynesian? Yeah, Native American. Sean just went and did a deep Fuck dive into Donnie Edwards' genealogy just to prove that he wasn't 100% American, That's which he right. clearly is. Actually, I think he's that, make, that makes American, him more American. That makes him God more American. Damn it. Now he's 110% American. Fuck. <laughs> he's more American than you'll ever be because he was oppressed. Uh, but anyway, no. He, so I've always hated him. My wife was like surprised to hear me say it. She had no idea that I hated the Chiefs as much as I did. And I was like, no, they 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 are like my A number, like 1A most hated team. Like it goes New England, 1, the Chiefs 1A, and then probably like, I don't know, the fucking Raiders. Dude. I, Maybe. I guess. No. Yeah, it had to be the Raiders. Because I don't hate the Chargers Patriots, that much. Patriots, Chiefs. Patriots, Chiefs, Raiders. I guess. And I'm trying to think, like, who else? Like, what are the team, like, I really, like, truly loathe? Like, Cowboys? I, no, Jacksonville's up there for me. Why? They do nothing. I, uh, because I fucking, like I hated Mark Brunel, like, when they <laughs> fucking came into Denver and beat us in 96. Really hate the Jaguars that much. The Ravens. Meaningless. Ever since Ray and Ed left, the Ravens, definitely. Because, like, now I just, I see that purple and black, and I just, I'm like, ew. Gay. Teams that I love, Steelers. Steelers aren't, I don't fucking loathe them. Pittsburgh. But yeah, Pittsburgh pisses me off a lot. Shit, bum city, fuck that place. Just again, another like team that was like, ah, oh, we were great in the seventies and um, cool colors. Haven't done shit since. Kind of, but like, whoa. Donnie Edwards Foundation takes team of people to Normandy. <laughs> cool. That just sounds fucked up. It's a fucked up headline. That was December twenty third, two thousand twenty three. That was like five weeks ago. Okay, I mean, listen, I'm not saying Donnie Edwards is a bad guy. I just fucking hate him. Uh, it's kind of an irrational hate. It's like I had this irrational hate for. Like, no, like, he was a cocky asshole. I remember that. I don't think he was a cocky asshole. I mean, he the, was, and that 100%. was back when the Broncos were kind of like beating the brakes off the Chiefs all the time, so it really wasn't that big of a deal. But like, he, I have like an irrational hate. There's certain teams I have very irrational hatred for, and one of those teams is the San Francisco Giants in baseball. Like, I have really like no reason to hate that team, really? but I do. I love the Giants. I, I just fucking like it. I got a banging ass authentic jersey. It's like. Yeah, like it's, I don't know. I just, I fucking hate them. I like I, the colors. I, I liked some of their players. Like, I liked Lincecum. Love Barry Bonds. Bonds, yeah, Lincecum was amazing. But I have just like this absolutely irrational hate for like, I don't know. Like, they had like Pablo Sandoval and they beat the Royals in the World Series that year. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, it made me fucking hate them so much. And I'm just like, every time they fucking suck, I'm like, good. Sorry, Duffy, but good. You know, like. I know he's partially he's a fan of everything Bay Area except the Vikings, but whatever. And I, I wish I can go back in time that you brushed, just brought up Pablo Sandoval's name. We were on the show. We were in the house in New Bedford, the North End. Yeah. 
and, and the little fart locker yeah, back in my and, little second bedroom. And the news broke that the Red Sox signed Pablo Sandoval, and on live on air, I was like, I want to die. You just lost your shit. <laughs> I was like, you signed that. That was you, fat me, that was you, me, and Hilchy. Yeah. I was like, why would we sign this fat piece of shit? And Hilchy was like, oh, they're gonna put him on a diet. I'm like, in fucking Boston. Yeah. Right. The seafood capital of the world. And then what happened? He came here and he's like, oh, I, I couldn't stop eating. <laughs> and then one offseason, he's like, oh, I'm anorexic now. And he had no power. He couldn't None. fucking hit a ball yeah. down the first baseline. I remember, like, and, then, and I remember, didn't he go, they traded him back to San Francisco. Oh, and his final God. at bat, he hit the walk-off home run that, like, fucked San Fran out of the From number one the overall pick. the first overall pick. The, 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 the GM signed him back, put, told the coach to put him in the game because he was so bad at hitting. They're like, he's definitely going to fuck this up. They put him at bat. He hits a walk-off home run, and because they won that game, they lost the top overall pick. And yeah. they, hey, it showed the GM in the booth like this. Motherfucker! Get off my team! That was Get fucking fuck funny. Pablo Sandoval just like, yeah, like I mean, because remember he was like, he was super nimble when he was with the Niners, like on third base, like he was Niners, the, the Giants, was, the Giants. Sorry, he was the dan- <laughs> he was he was like the dancing panda. Yeah, you know. City. And he was fucking nasty, and then he came to Boston, and he sucked. And like, but like, yeah. I don't know. I just have this wicked irrational hate for the San Francisco Giants. Maybe it's because I don't know. Like, I love Barry Bonds. He's Barry Bonds is still, I think, to me, the greatest hitter, you know, ever. One of my favorites. One of my favorite players of all time, for sure. Ugh. But like, who do who do you have an irrational hate for? There's got to be like one team that you guys have that you just oh everyone knows my irrational hate team. It's the Jets. Like I just like I don't. No, like that's the Jets a division team. rival. That's not irrational. It's got to be like some obscure team that has really nothing to do with you or no impact on you. It's just like it'd be like you. It like like I hate this. Like the San Francisco Giants. They've never done anything to me. They've never beat the Astros. They've never they never beat the Red Sox when I used to be a fan of them. Like, they never fucked me in any way except that one time they beat the Royals when I was rooting for the Royals. But even then, it was like, it wasn't like I was oh, a fan team, of the Royals. I have an irrational. So, I'm going to not, like, stretch out to, like, sports that I really don't give a fuck about. Like, you know, but I would say I'd keep it to, like, football and baseball. Between the, and maybe basketball, because like, I damn, that's a tough question. I know people I hate irrationally. I would have to say either. <laughs> I mean, it's a toss-up for me between like the San Antonio Spurs. That's a good one. And if it, if I was to pick like a baseball team, because like I feel like most people in Boston would look at the Spurs and be like, kind of admirably. Like, ah, you know what? They never fucked us out of a title. I fucking hate You know, them. they kind of were like the Lakers adversary you for a long time. You know I can't fucking you know? stand specifically, like, all time that I just fucking loathe this Ooh. motherfucker is Manu Ginobili. <laughs> I hate yeah, that I mean, piece of shit. Who likes Manu Ginobili and outside no of San Europeans. Antonio? Europeans like Maybe. Soccer yeah. players. Yeah. Um, you know who else I fucking can't stand? Ricky fucking Rubio. Really? Hate he, that motherfucker. He's garbage. Ricky Rubio. I just want to fucking punch him when I hear that name. Just sounds like a, I don't know. Me easy. Me. It's Seattle. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. Even though. See, when you say Rubio, I think of Marco Rubio, little Marco from <laughs> yeah, Florida, yeah. like you know, and like right, right. politicians. Like, I, I've always hated the Seahawks. That's why I made fun of their stupid Seahawk, the Bach. That's what Bach. Okay, Bach, that'd be, Bach. Yeah, but that's a good one because, like, you know, you guys had that. You guys had a little bit of a battle with the Seahawks in 2012 when they beat you guys. And then you got him back oh, in 2014. And that was it. Who do I love football teams? But then James Harden. Chargers. Kyle Irving. I always. I always yeah, but see, but the Chargers were a direct thorn in the balls of the Colts. That's not irrational. 
What, what about the Chargers? What? Literally cost Peyton Manning, arguably cost Peyton Manning two, two Super, Bowls Super Bowls. I know, yeah. In 07 and 08. <laughs> okay. Well, someone tells me like you must hate the Giants. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't hate the Giants at all. Like, I don't hate the Saints. I hate that fucking Super Bowl, but I don't hate the Saints. Like, no. low key, I actually like the Saints a lot. The uniforms, the black and gold and white, is fucking sick. But black, gold, white. Well, I they mean, have like a. Well, do they have a little bit of white in that uniform? Not it's anymore. just black and gold. It's the old school gold. uniforms were, were black, gold, yeah, and white. That's, yeah, I like the black, gold, and white. Th- those colors are dope. I'd say my I'd say my hate for the Seahawks is irrational, but it's not because I just can't stand Pete fucking Carroll. Well, well you don't dead, have to care about him now, anymore. So. <laughs> I know, but I just couldn't. They went from the oldest head coach to the youngest. <laughs> you fucking who cares? Who's their coach now? I'm actually, I'm, you young, know what? I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad. Zach? Yeah, and, and who's, who's going to be their quarterback? Is it still going to be Gino? It's Gino. Yeah, oh, good, good, yeah. good, good. Okay, good. Because you know what? Fuck the Seahawks. I I, you know, I, honestly, I can't stand their play-by-play guy. Mike McDonald. I can't stand their play-by-play guy on the radio. 36 years old, Boston Mass. I can't stand... I can't stand their stadium. I can't stand their owner. I can't stand that fucking Seahawk that I, flies around for I no can't st- reason. I can't. I I hate everything. I kind of fucking hate everything about Seattle. Actually, that I they could, have uh, their 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 new uniforms. They're fucking lime green and it, like I think that's so fucking trashy for the NFL. Like, what about when they bring out every week, no matter what week it is, they bring out a giant. It looks like turkey thermometer. And they're like, this registers your noise level. Yeah. And the guy's just underneath it, like, wiggling it back and forth. Right? <laughs> it's totally fake. It's like an old magic and then, trick. And, yeah, and, like, then, ah! and then they, they stole the twelve the 12s from the from Texas A&M. Yeah, they I'm did. I'm older than that guy. I'm older than the fucking head Pete coach. Pete Carroll? No, than the head coach of the Seahawks. Paul, I hate to break <laughs> it to you, bud. We're, We're getting older old. Than a Could lot I people. imagine being the head coach of the fucking Seahawks? Think, be like, all think, right, boys. Think about it, dude. Me and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers are the same age. Oof, really? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about today about how like you know some people just aren't cut out to do certain things you know in life. Yep. Like not everybody is cut out to be a millionaire, a professional athlete, whatever it might be. Smart. Smart. You know. Listen, man. I'm not dumb, but I'm not smart. But you know, I could be smart if I wanted to. But I'm a minimalist, man. Like I don't need much in life. Like I don't need I don't need millions of dollars and fancy cars and big houses. I, I don't like need it. to be one of those manifest bros, you know. Uh, you know, talks about fucking, uh, you know, per, you know, put uh, you know social media posts up about how I fucking uh, you know bought a Lamborghini and even though I didn't, but I'm manifesting it. And it's like, nah, dude, nah, that's not how it goes. Like, <laughs> cool. Like, hope you. I hope you achieve that someday. For you, I do. I hope that's your thing. You know, if I ever own a Lamborghini, it'll be because I hit the lottery or um, some stroke of luck. I fell into a job I didn't know I was going to. Yep. You know, whatever. Probably lottery, but yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll be on my own accord. But um, I, I, you know, I'm not probably going to do that. You know, uh, and I have no will to do it. I really don't. I, I really don't have a will because I don't see the value in it. You know, I'm one of those value guys. You know, I. I want to get enjoyment out of the things I spend money on, and um, that's not something I feel like I would get maximum bang for my buck on. You know, I'd rather take that money and, um, you know, travel around the world with it or something. I don't know. A um, bunch of different things I'd rather do. I'd rather go watch, like, you know, take the money I'd spend on a Lamborghini and, like, go to Monaco for the GP for a weekend or a week, you know, and just spend yeah, a week in France watching the Monaco GP and, like, just hanging out and, like, doing some cool <laughs> like shit. You know what I mean? Sorry, off topic. Yes. Someone asked Josh Brolin about the Dune 2 popcorn bucket. (laughs) 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 He goes, quote for quote, quote unquote, I'm not sticking my hand in that. If I saw 
anyone in a theater with one of those buckets, I'm going to be like, okay, well, you're an idiot and you have to go. <laughs> Isn't he in fucking Dune 2? Probably. <laughs> I just, I love how that quick little like joke comes up now so much. Anytime I see a Dune 2 cup, I send it to Sean. No I said to you too. Yeah, no matter the meme, I'm like. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> He's like, what's that dude walking into the Madam Web movie with only the bucket and a bread and butter? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. That was funny. Uh, sorry, uh, I was off right. topic. That's okay. Are we are we good there? Good. Are we good? Did we cover everything? Yeah, we covered a lot. All right. We, somebody, we, we, called, we, somebody called in. I opened, we opened up the phone. Somebody just missed it. But uh, to whoever called in, call back next week. Next Monday. Tentatively speaking, Monday. Yeah, ten, ten, ten. Because I bought, so I bought my new monitor this week. I finally pulled the trigger on my new monitor for yeah. my new PC. I, I, most of you know, I built a new gaming PC, and basically, I'm running it off an old TV for my iRacing. And how do you say this? It's like having a Ferrari, but you can't go above seventy-five in it. You know, it, it's like, well, that sucks. Um, because my monitor was the handicap. So I finally pulled the trigger on the monitor. I got the Samsung uh, Arc Gen 2 55-inch curved monitor. It's fucking exquisite. It mm-hmm. is the creme de la creme, if you will, of monitors. And it is scheduled to be delivered by like 9.30 a.m. <laughs> on Monday morning. Um, so hopefully I'll be waking up to my parlay hitting nicely. The Niners winning the Super Bowl. And I'll wake up and I'll listen to Adam Shine, 9 a.m. sharp, uh, to listen to his Super Bowl recap because I'll be on vacation mm-hmm. and listen to his reaction to the Super Bowl the night before, which is hopefully the Niners winning. And I'll just sit there with a cup of coffee, waiting, staring out the window for my beautiful new display piece to show up. And uh, I can't guarantee that once I get that thing set up that I'm going to stop racing so I don't know if we're going to do a show on Monday or not. Um, I might just do like a quick one. Maybe like we do a Paul and I, maybe we'll just do like a quick reaction during the day yeah, or something like that. We will do something on Monday. I don't know if we'll do the whole show because I'm going to be sitting here going like, all right, like, come on, the race starts in 10 minutes. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, let's go. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how the game goes. We'll see how everything goes. Because if it's a boring blowout, there's really not a lot to say. Like, yeah, fucking Niners win, blah, 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 whatever. If there's some controversial bullshit, maybe we'll do a full show. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Whatever. But I got a flight to catch at, like, I don't know, like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. on yeah. Tuesday morning. And um, I also got some Daytona. Ra- it's Daytona week. It's the 500. And I'm only going to get one, two, maybe three races in on Monday night before I got to go to bed to wake up to catch my flight. And then I gotta wait till August to race at Daytona again, and that really just sears my Nesmans. <laughs> you know, it's the beginning of the regular season and the end of the regular season for NASCAR, and I really want to just—I really just want to do some racing on my new, my new, my new setup. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the game goes. We'll, we'll, as a group, the three of us will, uh, will converse and decide what we want to do. Uh, but until then, thank you everybody for listening. This will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, It'll be up here uh, shortly, and uh, we'll talk to you. What if are you not, listening on? What? what are you listening on? Yeah, what are you listening to this podcast on, Paul? 
What, uh, what are you going to listen to? You should just go right on this motherfucker and go back to the fucking... What's this motherfucker? Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the worst one you yeah. can possibly choose. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, Paul's, yeah. Like, Paul's like, well, that's funny you ask because I've never actually listened to one of our shows. Uh, I go to Facebook. Trick Facebook. question, motherfucker. <laughs> Newsflash. Um, but we'll be back. Uh, if we're not back on Monday, I, we, I land here. Hopefully, if everything goes according to plan, I'll be back Tuesday. Like kind of early afternoon, so I think we could probably do a show Tuesday night. The night I get back, okay, that works. Um, if nothing, if you're else. back in time, unless you get fucked on uh, airport. Who knows, dude? It's a travel day. You never know. Fucking, hopefully everything cooperates weather wise. Flying and, with? I think we go Southwest. Oh, you're probably all right then. Southwest usually never fucking they're fucks around. Good. No, they're usually pretty decent, but you never know. All I know is that uh, this time next week I will be in. The lovely state of Florida, where it'll be warm, and I'm sure PJ and Mike already have our whole week planned out for golf. I'll be at the track on Friday uh, for the truck race, possibly Saturday. I don't know, and then obviously Sunday for the 500. Um, so it's going to be a good week for me. It's going to be a really good. Please week. send me pictures of of the Rock. Oh yeah, the Rock's a grand marshal. I'm going to go try and beat him. And be like, what's up, little guy? <laughs> Are are you fighting Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about this. I, we 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 didn't even touch on that. I meant to ask your opinion on that. Yeah, earlier. That, that, that's going pretty fucking wild, huh? I know. Like that was that was pretty fucking nutty, dude. Uh, all right, so maybe we got to do a show on Monday then, because we maybe we we do want to touch on the re- the the Royal Rumble. Uh, well, WrestleMania. We thing. we find out on Thursday what's going on for Mania. Dude, I, I looked. At, I Google tickets for Mania. Tickets for Mania are fucking stupid. Like eight hundred dollars for shit seats. Where is it? Philly. Well, fuck that. Is it outside? Yeah. Is, is that the link? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I don't want to do that in fucking... 800 bucks outside, and that's in For April? the shit seats. And that's no, a, end of March. End of March in Philly. Yep. It's ass. Outdoors. Those guys are going to be freezing their tits off in the ring, and women. <sighs> All right. Well, you know, hey, there's something to be said for that. They'll be wearing, like, triple bottoms. Nice suits. glass cutters. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's get out of here before we get in trouble. Before I get myself in trouble. Joseph. Joseph. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, for Mr. Bancourt and Plizzy, I am Joey Fats. This has been another episode yeah. of Row 1C1 right here on live on the one, the only, the new Bedford guy, Joey Fats Radio. Uh, be sure to give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe on Facebook. Uh, hopefully, I, I'm, I keep saying this every week, but eventually I'm going to get the other streams up. Um, it's just a little bit more complicated than I realized. So we're working through it. But uh, this will be up on... Uh, I, I'm going to get our YouTube channel back up and running again. I got to get in touch with them. They fucking kicked me out, locked me out of my account. Um, don't want to give it back to me. They're fighting me on it. Like, Bitch. no, I'm me. I can assure you. I'm me. I can assure you nobody wants this material right. other than me. Right. <laughs> I, I'm the only guy that really cares about this show. So please, believe me. Um, but uh, this will be up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts after this. Uh, within uh, probably 30 to 60 minutes. So um, give us a listen and subscribe on there as well. And uh, we will check out you all hopefully next week. Yeah. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Happy Go Super Niners. Happy Super Bowl weekend. Peace. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Later. Peace.